the falcon, and there's a giant falcon there, so it's that's just really cool. Yeah. The ride itself is just okay, but the experience of like on just the being in the falcon. Yeah, because you actually they sell it like you feel like you're actually walking onto it. Oh man, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, I mean, the last time I went to Disney, it was like when they. And not when they first bought Star Wars, but earlier on, and it was, uh, they had Star Wars Day, and it, they had, like, the Tuscan Raiders walking around and, like, bothering people. I was like, man, this is the coolest. You need to go down there, Sean, for Star Wars. Uh, well, just where, to do the Falcon. Where, Disney? Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't been there. You would want to drive the Falcon, even though you're not a huge Star Wars fan. I do like Han Solo the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Han Solo. D. Yeah. They assign you your position. They're like, you're you're driving. You're this. You're that. I have yet to fly the Falcon. I've shot the like the cannons or whatever. But oh, I've never actually sat up front and did it. So. That's so cool though. Just to be in it, I think would be make it for me. That's the experience of it. You really feel like you're. you're in it. I mean, that's like the Star Tours isn't a great ride, but it's like you know you're going to all these different planets yeah. and it's like. And they, I like how they mix it up a lot too. Like it's not the same one every time. It's like, like a slot machine. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they got they update it too. I think they're updating with like Mandalorian stuff here oh, in the next year or two. That's all. I've been trying to get him to watch Mandalorian, but yeah, I got a lot of stuff to catch up on. It's pretty good. I just for the podcast we we were doing like everybody like we made each other watch movies and he never saw the original trilogy so that was one that I made him watch. And uh, he liked it more than I thought he would, so that's good. <laughs> I didn't like Jedi as much, but well, other than Princess Leia, and you know, she was fine. But yeah, I didn't like Luke coming back just because he had Obi Wan's robe. Like he just came back, like he was a master Jedi. It's like you've been a Jedi for like a couple weeks, man. <laughs> yeah, chill out a little bit. Getting too big for his britches there. Yeah. <laughs> like he's still a private in the Jedi army. If there were a Jedi. He did straight up walk into Java's place though, like he fucking owned it and shit. I mean that's ballsy, but still. He had a plan. Yeah. I guess. Maybe he had a plan. I don't know what the plan was when they walked in there, but they pulled it off. Yeah. It was great. It man. I I still don't get though how you can't appreciate Boba Fett though. Well, there's nothing to him. It's like, oh, hey, Boba Fett, there he is. Oh, he got ate by a worm. <laughs> and that's it. It's true. It's true. Well, in the book of Boba Fett, it, it shows where he actually escapes from the worm. Mm. And, that yeah. That's the best part of it, pretty much. Yeah. And that's all right. It, it's just not as good as The Mandalorian. None of those yeah. Star Wars shows will be as good as The Mandalorian. As The Mandalorian, yeah. The first two seasons of that were oh, so good. Kind of peak Star Wars for new Star Wars. And they feel like they're only like like 10 minutes long because they're yeah. so good. It's just like, like... They just fly by. Not like... Uh, I tried to watch Andor and I cannot get into it. It's getting better, but it's, it's not really my... I don't really care about Rebellion and stuff. It's not really my... The part of Star Wars that interests me, so... Oh, I did finish... Uh, you're a Marvel guy, right? Like yeah, I, I like the movie, the movies and stuff. So you uh, you watch She-Hulk? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I watched the finale. We we're discussing that a little bit. I totally, I love it. I love the finale. Uh, that's been my favorite Marvel. Show. I thought Loki was going to be my favorite, but it kind of let me down. I think I like went in like with way high. Yeah, I don't remember. A whole, I remember just parts of it. I don't really remember the yeah, whole. Yeah, like I remember the gist of it, but I don't. Yeah. I, I just. 
Like Falcon and Winter Soldier was okay. Like mm-hmm. it, it was pretty good, but WandaVision was actually really good. That was the first and probably the best. Yeah. I think. And but She Hawk has been like the only thing since WandaVision mm-hmm. to like pique my interest and like I'll still watch all the Marvel shows. Moon Knight was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know much about that going into it, so I was surprised. I mean, he was really great, Poe Dameron or whatever the actor. Oscar, oh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. He was really. Oh, he's, 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 I mean, he's the and and uh, uh, guy who's the bad guy in that. Um, Oh, Ethan Hawke. Uh, yeah. Ethan Hawke was really good. Everybody was really good in it. And it was, he uh, whispered cool. way too much in that. I could not, like, <laughs> it was one yeah. of those I have to turn it all the way up and then some action scene would happen. And had a very soft delivery. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, Ethan Hawke, man. Did you see Black Phone? Yes. He was yeah. awesome That's in that. Great. I love the mask. I wish yeah. they could sell those. It probably will next Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, those masks were cool. They had, man, you need to check that one out too, Black Phone. Black Phone? Yeah. With Ethan Hawke. I like Ethan Hawke. I like him in Training Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would never happen, but <laughs> it was awesome in Training Day. I'll give him that. Yeah, what about Reality Bites? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that in years. Uh, it's been forever since I've seen it. I saw it like when it came out with all those other like nineties like alternative X movies. Time, yes, uh, like the the Empire Records and those kind of films. All oh, like Fidelity. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Singles was my favorite. Oh album. yeah, I, I do love singles. Yeah, because well, the soundtrack is it's one of the best. Songs. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I did like that. I need to watch that again. That's been a while. That was when Jeremy Piven was just starting out. Fucking love old school Jeremy Piven. I like that Tim Burton is in that for two seconds. I don't think he has a line, but he's, he's really in there somewhere. That's weird. I like Tim Burton. I like Tim Burton too. What was? What is some that's a Tim Burton movie I never saw until recently? I can't remember what it was. There's a couple recently that I haven't seen. I didn't see it. He did Dumbo. I didn't see that. Mm. He did one about I some, did see that. some strange children going to the school. I oh, seen yeah. I haven't seen that. I did see Dumbo. Dumbo, Dumbo was uh, Dumbo was actually kind of cool. Mm. Well, Danny DeVito, I mean. Yeah, that's uh, he's always cool. I love Danny DeVito. Was Michael I'm, Keaton in that, too? Who? Michael Keaton was in that, wasn't he? I think he is. I think he's like a for a little bit. Yeah, I haven't seen Dumbo, but I've seen the thumbnail for it. It's Tim Burton, and so... That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's all dark and shit. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) I like Tim Burton movies, too. (coughs) Watch Beetlejuice, like, way too much in my house. I saw something the other day where... uh, some article online where it was like, Beetlejuice is actually a terrible movie. It's like, no, it's not. Like, it was saying it doesn't hold up. It holds up. I watch, I watch that movie at least three times a year. Not by choice, but... Yeah, that, that's a hot take. If someone has a take of yeah. Beetlejuice is bad. I yeah. liked, uh, what is it? Uh, who is it? Um, the McDonald's one. The, uh, what's it called? Where he... Took over McDonald's. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, founder. Yeah. The founder. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, that was really good. Right, Michael Keaton's always good. You know the one I haven't seen though, and I haven't seen Birdman, and I heard that's really good. 
It was interesting. Was it? It had because it was all like one take. Uh, so they, they kind of it, it's like you it's not really one take, but they shot it where in a way where it looks like it's all one take or stops. And that was interesting, but I don't remember what it was about. It's more about the technique of it. Oh, okay. But I think so it, it looks good. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool how they did it, but like I don't remember the movie other than the fact that they did something cool with it. I think Emma Stone is in it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know she's in it. Is it worth so it's worth seeing that? Yeah, just for the fact of how they did it. And Michael Keaton is always good in everything. Yeah. I really liked him in the the Spider Man sequel. Yeah. He was fucking great. And he's supposed to be back in uh the Batman, uh the next or the Flash movie or whatever. Should we start early? Since I mean I'm good to go if y'all are. Yeah, that's cool. Because we're actually talking about a lot of stuff we should be talking about. Yeah, I have the audio going. Just, so let me go ahead and get. Yeah, we have to squeeze in like uh, yeah, I mean, I'll push Charlie that. from Willy Wonka's grandparents. <laughs> We're all getting in the Wonka Vader. Okay, so I got all that set up. I did all this before y'all came. So there's that. Pull up some notes. Okay, so what is up, everybody? Hold on. Yeah, we're streaming. What's up, folks? Welcome to Partners and Pals. I'm Donnie Vagrant. I am Sean Magnum. And over here, we have our special guest, Mr. Jimmy Humphrey. Thanks for being here, dude. Oh, no problem, man. It's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jimmy. How's everyone doing? Oh, swell. Having a good time. Uh, You know, just chilling. Yes. Uh, so Jerry Lee Lewis died. I <laughs> thought he had been dead for like 12 I years. I know, I thought he already died. That was what I thought about Angela Lansbury, too. Like, I thought she was already dead. Uh, yeah. But, um. And then I saw where it, he didn't die. Like, after they reported it, somebody's like, oh, that was a false report. And then I saw it again where. It tends died. to be happening a lot lately where someone dies and then Facebook or whatever is like, no, they didn't die. And then. 24 hours later, yeah, they're dead. So it's kind yeah, of who, who was the last one? I forgot who it was, but there was somebody else that they said died, and then like the next day he died. Yeah, there was one recently, and I can't remember who it was. My mom actually texted me, and she's like, "Jerry Lee Lewis is dead," and I said, "I saw that," and she said, "He was old." So that <laughs> <laughs> my mom is so morbid; it's just funny to me. He's he was fucking crazy. He was a uh, he was rock, rock and roll. roll's favorite pedophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, there was that there was banged that. his thirteen year old cousin and then told her to tell everybody she was fifteen, like that was gonna make it better. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie though. Just tell him you're fifteen, honey. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. But yep, the, he was rock and roll as fuck though. I was, mean, he was gross and he was a bad person. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, like his uh. What, like, I'm pretty sure he killed one of his wives. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, yeah, the early rock and roll guys killed people. Yeah. They killed a few people. Little Richard killed a guy, apparently, according to this guy, Virgil, whose story is in the newer versions of the AA Alcoholics Anonymous book. This old guy named Virgil from Kentucky, and I've seen him speak. He's this old, 
old decrepit white dude. He's got to be dead now. He's <laughs> he's like one time there was that. Richard, Richard killed someone. That's amazing. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's that's a funny fact that I, not even a funny fact. It's a fact I didn't know. Apparently, he was playing in uh, some place called like the Gordon Golden Horseshoe in Richmond, Kentucky, and uh, this dude Virgil was there, and it's while he was still on the Chitlin circuit. And but he was at this show and apparently like they got fucked up and later that night killed a dude. Wow. And you know, it's back before they could really track you that quickly. Is that what Tutti Fruity's about? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Is that about that? Do you think he went all Little Richard on him before he like shot the guy? <laughs> like he, he like, did a big like little Richard speech. That's got to be a thing now. Did he go all little Richard on them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope that catches on. Please catch on. We're going to push it. You think he let out like at least one? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are, Lead Belly killed two guys and each time got out of prison like with a pardon from the governor for playing the governor a song. You just have to play the governor a song and you get out of your murder sentence. You used to be able to sing your way out of trouble, though. And... Uh, not anymore. I know. That's my favorite movie, like, uh, thing. My favorite movie trip is, like, where people have their, their trope. Well, I don't know, but you know what I mean. But, uh, when somebody has to sing their way out of a jam in a movie, that's always the best. I always cite Black Knight and Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yeah. I was those. about to say, Avengers. no one leaves this place without singing the blues. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> So great. They can't leave unless they... Have you no. seen it? Mm-mm. You've never seen Adventures of Babysitting? No, I haven't. It's on Disney Plus, I believe. Uh, I think they remade it recently, too, but oh, I would man. watch the original with Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Yeah. And uh, who else is the name? Keith Coogan and Anthony Rapp. Actors that nobody really knows, but Keith Coogan was also in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's That's Dead. That's right. The dishes are Which done, man. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. You just say that line and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. The, guy. Like the coolest that dude that summer <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be that guy. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of like the guys my older brother hung out with, like yeah, the he, 80s. He felt like a real dude. Yeah. 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 Like the ones that you were kind of afraid of back in those days. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, those guys would always walk the alley. Like, yeah, they were always in there smoking a cigarette. Always smoking like a with joint. Skid Row t-shirts and shit. He had the cool bedroom upstairs. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you're like, his bedroom's upstairs. It's, there's stuff going on. He has like rock and roll posters and whatnot. And he was always really cool. That's what it reminded me of. He yeah. has girls up there and... Nudie mags. Nudie yeah, mags. The nudie mags. Samantha Fox posters, I oh, do believe. Yeah, there's got to be a Samantha Fox poster. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I saw that movie because that's when I was uh, Christina Applegate. Yeah, I was I mean, like thirteen when that movie didn't have came a crush out. On her, and when I was thirteen, that's when she was like really like prominent. Oh. And she was the not to sound sexist, but she was the straight up babe. She yeah. was the babe of the nineties. Babelicious. Yeah, <laughs> she was like it's. It was her and like Jennifer Tilly. Oh, Jennifer Tilly. She was our number one. Uh, we. We, we thought that, you know, it's unfair that People Magazine does the sexiest, you know, people alive. So we did the hottest senior citizens alive, and Jennifer Tilly was our number one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know she was a senior citizen. Yeah. So we she doesn't Isn't look that it. weird that she's a senior citizen? But unfortunately, she's yes. true. She's a senior babe. I mean, she holds seniority <laughs> and babedom. If she were a president, 
She'd be, be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what? Anything new this week with anybody? I got some stuff, but you gentlemen first. Uh, uh, Peter North got arrested a few months ago Uh-oh. on domestic abuse charges. That figures. Yeah, like I, I figured he was a scumbag, but I didn't know he was that kind of scumbag. I knew like you know he had his porn company and he was funded with some coke money, but like yeah, apparently he slapped this girl around, fucking blocked her from trying to leave. Yeah, and porn he, dudes are like out of their mind. Yeah, they're nuts because they're they're like chimps, dude. They just like they're like this is my like I own all the bitches. <laughs> And, you know, then they get carried away with themselves because all they do is fuck, and that's great and all, but still, like, they then they get abusive and shit. But yeah. apparently he blocked her from leaving, and then he tried to apologize his way out of it, and somehow she recorded him saying, like, uh, you know, I'm sorry for the way that I treat you, for hitting you, and but basically kind of admitting it. So oh, he got arrested. And he apparently he's been arrested for this shit before. So he, yeah, like he likes to slap him around, and uh, I don't know. It's weird because he looks like the friendly porn star. That's what I say. I love that you're leading with the Peter North story. Oh, like that's how we're starting this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if I were listening to this, I'd be like, oh my god, we're leading with the Peter North. This is rel- relative to all my interests. I just want to say, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate, but I don't. I, I had no idea that Peter North had such a. A, a dark side. Yeah. I mean, you'd think you would be happy if that was your job. <laughs> yeah, you like, right. You know, like, you know, I feel like that would be like, oh, I'm going to work today. You know, like, you know, I, I would see those, those dudes are always mad, though. Is yeah. he still acting? Oh, yeah. Know. He's never going to stop. Is that the word, acting? Is he still doing that? <laughs> I okay. think he's still going at it. I mean, that guy's going to keep going. They're still making Peter North joints, huh? That's yeah, crazy. they're still making Evan Stone joints, and he's really <laughs> gross now. Like he, I think he strictly bangs like 18, 19 year olds, and he's just gross. He's just who's the? Have you seen like the little skinny Italian dude with the big black mustache? Oh, okay. <laughs> I forget his name. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know who I'm He's going about. after uh, Beauty Dior and Cherokee to ask. Okay, I'm throwing out. Uh-oh. <laughs> these are, these oh, deep cuts. Uh, but I'm here for Apparently, it. we are muted. Video has no sound. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, shit. Thanks, Barry. So they they Thanks. missed all the Peter North material. You we'll missed Peter North. That'll be on audio, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. He good. basically basically beat a broad and kept her from leaving, though. And, uh, yeah. But we said a bunch of cool stuff about it, so uh, <laughs> go listen. Now you have to listen to the audio. All yeah, right. you have to. Uh, it's thanks again, Barry. Yeah, for letting us know. We would have done this whole thing. All right, all right. I'm just getting this open. Yeah. See so the comments. What's the name of the skinny Italian dude? With is the... it is it Mario? No, no. Or Frankie, it's something. It's Frank something, and he's actually bald. Like sometimes he wears a hairpiece, but I've seen him where he's bald. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the bald, but I guess I'm not. Yeah, like, I haven't checked out his deep cuts yet. He just bangs <laughs> ebony milfs and teens. No, no, I've seen him in. Uh, I've seen him with a. Uh, Sierra Scott and Julie Mason, I believe. I don't even know. Janet Mason? Janet Mason. Oh, yeah, she's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So saw that in the theater. <laughs> in the home theater. I've never went to any of those. Have you guys ever been to one of those? I don't think I can go to one of no, those. No. Oh, no. I would go to places and they had like the in the back they had like yeah. The booth, but I never went because I was you know at the time it was like I was just like turning that age where I was like tee so like I would <laughs> yeah. go back in the back room. But they existed at one time. I remember seeing yeah. guys like counting out change to yeah. you know get yeah. some. Uh, and they would close at a certain time to clean up. Oh, There's yeah. always something that would happen because uh, they'd have to clean up the... the I heard the those room. dudes make, like, bank uh, jizz mumpers. Yeah, back I then it was, like, 14 an hour, like, in the 90s. Yeah, like, back when $14 an hour, like, now would probably be, like, about, like, double that, probably. Yeah, I wonder if they paid 26 an hour to be a jizz mopper. I mean... Oh, For I 26 an hour, I might be a jizz mopper. Uh, I mean, you know... Don't say you wouldn't. See what the benefits are like. Oh, uh, they'd have to have benefits. I'm not. I mean, I want a 403b too. I don't <laughs> want just 401k. And they have to supply a mask and stuff because I'm not trying to breathe well, in course, some dude's yeah. load. Yeah, I need a full <laughs> suit actually, like like the kind they have when you're <laughs> handling a new virus, like Breaking Bad style. Yeah, <laughs> like the meth suit or beekeeper suit. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Oh man! <laughs> In case you have to like. You know, deal with projectile. You, you know you would have a bad day where you'd slip and fall in it at least once. Like, if you were there for a year, there'd be at least one day where you'd be like, whoa! <laughs> and that would suck. That would be my last day. I wouldn't tell anybody about it. I used to actually, uh, for my job, I used to have to deliver uh, bull semen. What? At, yeah, at no, you didn't. my current job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivered thing. I mean, everybody. Oh, it's, it's worth a lot of money for oh, breeding. Yeah. yeah, like a tube. There's a place in St. Matthews that does breeding, and uh, I delivered to there. And every day, though, like all the other drivers thought it was hilarious. Or, oh, man, I can't believe you're going to do that. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking bathing it I'm just delivering it and it's all in sippy straws too dude because no, Gene Simmons like invested in the bull farm and they well what the way they did it is instead of just letting a bull pop a load in a cow and just wasting all that they would just you know do the thing where they just set her up front and then they collect it and then put it in these little tubes and each tube was worth like 200 bucks yeah. and they'd have like 200 of those per load and you just had, and you had a bunch of bulls, so you just whacked them off a <laughs> I, few times a day, and you had yeah, bank. Hell, a hell of a profession to be in. Like, <laughs> think about, like, just... He only paid 20000 for that bull farm, too. That's what kills me, dude. Like, if, I would, I'd buy a bull farm if it were still 20000 I'd be like, yeah. fuck it, let's, let's jack these fuckers off and <laughs> make some bank. Oh, it's a little leather strap they held up and a little, you know, and a woman cow and, I mean, a cow. And <laughs> a woman cow. <laughs> How about you, Jimmy? What was uh, anything new with you this week? <laughs> gonna get off the cow semen part. Get off the cow semen. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? My week has totally been wiped after that. I, <laughs> I, I, I really don't remember. You know, the week before Halloween... So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of parties. A lot of, I'm still getting my pumpkin buckets from McDonald's and all that. Oh, yeah, uh, they brought so those yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. You remember those? Yeah. We still have a couple, but uh, I wouldn't mind. Hey, shit, I might stop and get me a Happy Meal on the way home from one of those buckets. Man, those were the best. I I got a little something. I saw Judas Priest this week. Mm-hmm. 
They were awesome. They sound amazing. Queen track open. They're not my thing, but they sounded good, but not. And I didn't hear silent lucidity, so really. That That's was, the one that I know. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the one that I was like wanting to hear. And uh, but whatever. Uh, Judas Priest. They did a lot of new stuff, but he did come out on the motorcycle. They had the inflatable bull with the red eyes, and yeah, oh, it was awesome. That's. And that is all I can say about it. It was fucking awesome. What do you say? You see Judas Priest. They're, they're legends. And that's probably the last time I'll, the only time I'll get to see them. Rob Halford, 71. Still rocking. Like, he's still like... Yeah. Yeah. And not as high pitch, but yeah. Well, yeah, I'm 71. But that's cool. It sounds... Uh, it sounds like it was a good time. Yeah, no, yeah. No KK Downing, but that's all no, right. No. Yeah, I'm just, I haven't done anything this week other than work and rehearse. Rehearse. Yes, I said rehearse. That's how you know you're getting old when it goes from practice to rehearse. Uh, watch some movies. Watch. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, let's, let's I mean, talk about that. Uh, I watched X. Well, oh yeah, I already talked about that clown movie last week. The Terrifier. Terrifier. Yeah, I stopped watching that right at the vagina part. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen one or two. I'm just now, because I'm seeing all the stories about people, like, fainting, or now it's like my interest has peaked. uh, Yeah, it's uncalled for. I watched the trailer, (laughs) and I was like, it's not what I expected. It looks kind of like a schlocky kind of... It wasn't what I expected when I heard about people fainting and fleeing the theater. Well, the uh, the first one, and I think I said this last week too on the show, is like it's like a love letter to like eighty slasher movies, <laughs> and it doesn't really have like much of a plot except there's a clown and he's killing people. Right. Like, yeah, but yeah, there's some nasty shit in there. Though. Oh, it's gross. It's a gross movie. It's over. It the is top. the grossest thing I've ever seen. I watched another gross classic last night as well. I watched The Fly, which is a disgusting movie. The Jeff Goldblum version. I love The Fly. Yes. Yes. I watched um, X. Oh, X. Where they make a porno at some farm. They go to some farm, these hippies, and this, like, redneck, or, like, what is it? It takes place in the 70s. Yeah, 79. And they go to a, they, they're going to a farm owned by some really old people, and apparently they don't even know that it's a whole group of them, like, when they arrive. They just thought it was the one guy who set up the rental, and, uh, what is it? They get there and, you know, turns, you know, they're filming pornos without the landlord knowing, and, uh, it just gets weird, and then his wife's spots them and then she gets all hot and bothered and starts killing people and trying yeah. to molest them and stuff like it's really gross she's just like going up to any dude like just trying to rub on them actually both male and female I feel like the uh, the cameraman that got old cut real bad yeah and I feel like he should have banged that old lady we'll see like, <laughs> well, the thing is, when his girlfriend decided she wanted to start fucking on camera, I'd have been like, "Fine, but I'm fucking them on camera." You well, know? I know, but like, I'm saying, but like, once it I'm doing to, a threesome scene, and you're not invited. <laughs> once he like left, though, like, I mean, uh, yeah, he cried in the like, shower. Yeah, he did, and then he drove, and then that old lady stopped him. 
I would have been like, you know what? Yeah. Even yeah, though she was gross. Hands. I mean, I think it's funny though. But you know, he, you know, you know how we do. Well, her husband wouldn't fuck her because he was old. He's like, you know, I can't. My heart. Yeah, my heart. But then he ends up fucking her if he just uh, fucked her earlier in the movie. Scene. And the old people, you haven't seen this, right, Jimmy? No, I have not. I have not. It's gross. It's, yeah, this no, will it's, all go right over my head. I'll forget it by the time I see it. So just, The old people, though, up. look ridiculous because they're young people dressed up to be old and they walk mm-hmm. all silly. It's, yeah, it's and their, uh, the makeup looks real leathery, like mm-hmm. the lady's tits and her face, and it's just... It's you can really, tell it's kind of you can tell it's fake, but right. uh, it's still fun to watch, and the plot's interesting. It's definitely worth least. watching. It, I mean, it, it, it's kind watch. of original. It's it's like for the most part, like I'm, I'm glad I saw it. I'll probably watch it again. But yeah, it's there's parts I didn't like, but there's parts I like. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. So Halloween's upon us. Yes. Yeah, uh, we've got like favorite horror movies. We've got candy to talk about. We've got specials, Halloween specials, Halloween specials. Oh, like the uh, Paul Lind special from nineteen seventy six. Paul Lind. Well, we could just start with One specials. Of Absolutely. My favorite was always the Garfield Halloween special. I did. It's up there. Yeah, that that uh, of course the uh, the peanuts Halloween great pumpkin of course yeah yes that was uh yeah that's probably at the top probably those two I don't know what about you guys uh, all I had Paul was Lynn. Paul Lynn Paul Lynn <laughs> with Kiss and uh, oh who else was on that Donnie and Marie or something I don't remember Paul Lynn did a few specials and but yeah the one I remember is the one with Kiss. Yeah, we, we should have dressed up for our Halloween special. I couldn't. I, I could wore a Halloween shirt. I did my best. What do I have? Oh, Chucky. Oh, oh there we yeah. go. Oh, I guess. You had orange on, orange and black. Yeah. That That's spooky. That's spooky. Qualifies. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching the Chucky series? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, kind of, I don't have sci-fi, but I watch them when they drop them free on YouTube. So I've seen the first two. Uh, and yeah, they're pretty great. I, I just yeah. I love those films because they're all the Chucky stuff is written by the same guy, Don Mancini. Uh, yeah. And there's this un, it, it's all in continuity, like they don't break it or anything. Uh, and it just references all the other films. Uh, and I'm just a big fan of Chucky in general, but I just like what they do with the show. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Uh, you haven't watched that yet either. No, I haven't. You gotta get you gotta get Peacock. I'm telling you. Yeah. There's just so many streaming services. I gotta strip them down. Yeah. It's hard to juggle all of them, most definitely. I noticed I was blowing like 80 bucks a month on different streaming services, and that's out of hand. Yeah. Even with the bundles. Yeah. I don't know. They'll come out with something in a few years. I mean, they have fire sticks where you get everything, but they'll come out with some platform where it's just going to be a flat fee of like 40 bucks or something, or 50 bucks, and you get all of them. It's just but, a yeah. matter of getting them all on board. So, uh, Halloween know. specials. Halloween specials. You got any more Halloween specials? Uh, let me I see. know you do. Well, let's see. As you mentioned, Garfield. Uh, when I was growing up, there was all kinds of different uh, Halloween specials. It seemed like everyone had a Halloween special. There was like a Bugs Bunny special. Yeah. Um, the ones that stick out, of course, is the Great Pumpkin. 
uh, Garfield, stuff like Mad Monster Party. Like in the set, there was stuff that I grew up with that I can probably find on YouTube, like um, the Halloween that almost wasn't, um, oh, which are these like weird, um, almost. I think they were made in the '80s, but they have a '70s feel to them. Um, so those kind of kind of stick out to me. Um, it's it's upsetting that this year is I think the first year that Great Pumpkin isn't showing on television. Yeah. You have to just watch. I think it's on the app. Um, I think it's just on the Peacock app. I think, but it's oh. not actually playing or whatever app it's on. But it's not playing check. on regular television, which is kind yeah. of a bummer. I have to check and see what that's on. I feel like it's on Apple TV, which is that's like what it is because they have peanuts. Yeah. It's almost worth getting Apple TV. Plus, I heard Ted Lasso is pretty good. Ted Lasso is really yeah, good. People seem to dig that. Yeah, I need to check that out. So, but yeah. Oh, I tell you what, I can't believe I forgot it. Treehouse of Horror, but The Simpsons. All of those are always go. And Bob's Burgers does a really awesome Halloween episode every year, usually. I liked the Family Guy episode where Stewie was going trick-or-treating while they were simultaneously trying to prank Quagmire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were, getting, like, sticking needles in them, like, with hep C's. Like, joke's on you, I already have it. Yeah. And, like, like, 100 needles later, they still can't really get them. And then Peter flies all the way to Africa, like... And uh, gets a mosquito and brings it back, and it stinks quagmire, and his head explodes. Yes. Um, <laughs> People tend to love the Roseanne Halloween episodes. I like to yeah. reference those, and I remember a lot of the early ones. Um, also, there's a Freaks and Geeks uh, Halloween episode where they trick-or-treat during the day uh, that I always watch every year. So, yeah. I don't remember that one. It's been a while since I watched that show. I should watch an episode, a Halloween episode. Some of those, yeah, because some of those services actually have like the Halloween episodes. Yeah, they pull them aside. Yeah, and uh, Growing Pains has uh, <laughs> dated me. Growing Pains would have great Halloween uh, episodes too. Yes, I used to love Growing Pains. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think who is I'm that. The one with Michael J. Fox, or is that the one with Kurt Cam That's Kurt, Kurt Cameron. Cameron. Okay, Family Ties was the uh, Michael J. Fox. Okay. And Meredith Baxter Burney. And a dude from Growing Pains also had the aerobic crystal light. He hosted the crystal light aerobic, aerobics uh, championship or something. Alan Thick. Yeah, Alan yes. Thick. Yeah. Yes. And they had the theme song. <laughs> it became a meme after uh, uh, Key and Peel did a song oh, yeah, on yeah. it. So I watched the 86 and 87 ones, and they were quite amusing. I got to mention, Night Court used to have some cool Halloween specials as well. And uh, that's it. Didn't Night Court actually decorate the court? Yeah. Thing? Oh, yeah. They decorated the court at Night Court. They have a fucking jack-o'-lantern and shit. Yeah. I feel like I could get away with a bank robbery if I knew how to just act my way through night court court. Yeah, I can't think of any other Halloween specials though, can you all? I feel like there's so many more. Let's talk. How do you all feel about candy corns? I like them. I love candy corns. Okay. 
I guess I'm just weird. They don't taste like anything to me. They taste like sweet. <laughs> I'm not, I don't always think they need to be eaten. I think they just look good in like a little saucer. Like aesthetically, they just look like Halloween to me. They do look cool. Yeah. So it's like, I sometimes I just put them in a little, a little saucer or tray and I'm like, that's good enough. I don't really need to eat them. And now they make like candy corns that taste like, like turkey dinner and like different, uh, different yeah. weird things. Um, so I think that's, I think that's interesting. Like, I think they'd be good for a Halloween wedding if you don't have rice to throw. Yeah. You could just yeah, hurl candy true. corns. Yeah. Lob a big that's handful a of idea. candy corn. That's yeah. a cool idea. <laughs> I mean, it might hurt them a little bit, but they'll be all right. You know, it's good luck. Just good, good luck, healthy marriage. So. <laughs> yeah, I like candy corns. Uh, I think my favorite, though, has always been like the, not the super mini ones that they have now, but the fun size Snickers were always my favorite when I was trick-or-treating. Those were the best. They tasted better than the regular Snickers for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I liked... Uh, I bet you like some fucking whack-ass candy. What's your fucking problem? Dude? I mean, my, my first one was Snickers, and then Milky Way when I ran out of Snickers. When I ran out of Milky Way, it was Three Musketeers... Like all the chocolate stuff, you know. Oh, the three months. Mm. I don't like three months. No, that's like my last chocolate candy bar candy that I would go for after the Kit Kats and the Twix and like Snickers and Milky Way. Once I was out of Snickers, and then I'd start like. But if I wanted fruit ones, I'd eat all the sweet tarts. I didn't eat those uh, wrapped up orange and black ones because I just assumed somebody poisoned those. They bought those so they could yeah. poison them and rewrap them. Those are pretty infamously terrible. People always reference those as like the worst Halloween candy. I like them too. I, I think I like them too. Now. Aren't they just peanut butter? Yeah, like, they're like peanut butter. Yeah. So I love like, I think it's just the look like, of them. People just thought they must be terrible, and, and probably older like old ladies would give them to you. So you just I thought they looked they cool because they were just yeah. like orange and black and. Like, They're very Halloween, just in the colors of them. So. Uh, yeah, and peanut butter. Peanut butter is always good. It's universal, you know? Unless you have a nut aller allergy. <laughs> I almost said allergy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you got to love peanut butter. I don't know. I know people that don't like peanut butter and just peanut butter stuff, and it blows my mind. Like, Snickers has peanuts in it. Reese's. Reese's is one of the other best Halloween candies. Yeah. You can't go wrong with the Reese's. Oh, they're always good. And you don't know if you're going to get the pumpkin shape or like the mm -hmm. traditional circle. So let's get back to why did you think I was going to like some whack-ass candy? Because no. you said Three Musketeers. I was thinking like I might. I said after I run out of all my, there's an order in which you eat your Halloween candy. Am I not right? Because, uh. Because what? No, give me a reason, asshole. <laughs> oh, I mean, give me a reason. I was just checking the thing. Is it a race thing? Is it. <laughs> oh, because you're Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, you just thought I was gonna have some weird Jewish candy, didn't you? Oh, all right. I'm sorry, Barry. Barry just texted me and said engage in the chat. My bad. Oh, engage one. I'll engage when I'm ready to engage, and so will Donnie. But uh, good to see you, Barry. Yeah, good to see you. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for watching, babe. Actually, it's not even coming through. On, oh, you have your uh, okay. Yeah. Um. If you see Will Raglan, tell him I'm gonna whoop his ass. Oh no, he said I said tell him I have the old ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people talking that good shit. I need to check my. So anyway, oh, no, what were we talking, talking about? Halloween, Halloween candy. Barry just interrupted us. 
Just threw off our flow. Good to see you, Barry. Or, I mean, hear from you, Barry. Uh, so, what the fuck? Uh, oh, I knew this kid from Russia. Uh, he lived in Green Meadows, and that's where all the Russian kids I went to school with lived at the time. And, like, his first or second Halloween, he said he opened these. He didn't fucking know. There was a piece of candy that had been taped back together and he didn't know but he opened oh. it and ate it and turned out there was like a piece of hard rubber in it and he spit it out I'm like and I had to give him the third degree be like dude you can't do that but I don't know anybody ever heard about like any accidents happening like has anybody ever actually put a, a razor blade in it's a good candy question. apple it's a good question I found a needle in one of those strawberry candies Oh, really? The wrapped strawberry candy? Yeah, but it wasn't like... Uh, it, we had a bag of them, so it wasn't like... It was the company. Oh. But Barry just asked a question. Yes. Take dry-roasted... Uh, mix dry-roasted peanuts with candy corn. It's like a deconstructed payday bar. Without the caramel, but... Yeah, I would try that. I mean, I'll give it a shot. It's it kind of like a salty way about it, which I bet would be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it'll make the candy corn taste better. Yeah, because peanuts. You know, candy corn could just last. I, I'm convinced that could survive a nuclear holocaust, along with cockroaches and uh, whatever else would survive. What, what's your go-to uh, Halloween candy? Um, I like Heath bars. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a real bonus when you get a toffee and chocolate deal. Yeah, and like, was it wasn't it with like a thousand a thousand grand? Do you know those? Oh, yes, five hundred. Oh, hundred grand. It's yeah, like those were good. That was like payday and chocolate. I forget the denomination. I guess it was a thousand grand. Um, yeah, I, I usually like the fringe candy bars. Score is one of my favorite candy bars. Oh, score! I like that even better than Heath. You never get those in miniatures, but no. um, yeah. I always like those more than like a Baby Ruth or like a Snickers or something like that. Crunch is those. A Crunch bar is okay. It's all right. Yeah. I liked Bar None when those oh, were. Yeah, right. those were my favorite. Right. What you call it? They still oh, make. Oh yeah. What you call it? I always like those. And, and then they, they make a new one called like, uh, What you whatever What it, you call a uh, thingamajigger or yeah, something? I don't like know. That, it looks like, like a What you call it, but red. It's a peanut butter uh, one. It's a peanut butter What you call it. What you call it? Remember the commercial? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like. Uh, I think it's like Take Twos they have now that you have like a pretzel. They're like pretzels. Oh yeah, too. I remember those. Those are pretty good. Remember the Fifth Avenue? Oh yeah. Yeah, those are good too. Secondary tier candy bars are usually my favorite. So. You know, people wrote them out, but I always like the the chunky bars. Which one yeah. are the chunky bars? They were like the square silver yeah, uh, with the red print on. Them. Oh, those weren't bad. I mean, they're all right. I like you know. There was Crackle and Mr. Good Bar. Crackle's good. Mr. Yeah. Good Bar. I used to love some Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar. My great-grandma would have one when we visit her every weekend. She'd always have a Mr. Good Bar for me and stuff. I'm like, all right. Mr. Good Bar will never let you down. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a chocolate bar with almonds in it. Wasn't well, there a porn star named Mr. Good Bar? <laughs> <laughs> I know I just we had already been there, but you know, bringing it back to you know, porn star. <laughs> it happens a lot. We yeah, but uh, yeah, a lot of great uh, 
A lot of great candy bars. So remember when Twix had four different flavors? Yeah. Back in like 93 or something. Like when they, they had, had the peanut butter. They always had the peanut butter and then dropped it for a while. But then they had a cookies and cream and then they had yeah. something yeah. else. The cookies and cream was in the brown wrapper. And uh, oh, there was one that had a blue label. Oh, shit. And I can't think of what it oh, was. I can't like, remember it. Uh, I don't know if it was an almond or something. I don't know. Like the peanut butter one was really good. Though. I liked all of them. I liked the regular, the the caramel, the peanut butter, and the cookie. Which the cookie they they brought back the cookie one for a while. It's toothpaste flavored. That was the one. That was the fourth one. This is. Yeah, it tasted like mint. Yeah, it was a mint one. I'm thinking it was a mint. Okay, it might have been. I mean, who knows? It was. It's been. Almost 30 years or something. But, yeah, I liked those. Yeah, those were good. Zero bars don't get enough love. Is that coconut? No, no. Okay. No, that's Almond Joy. That's Almond Joy, okay. And Mounds. Okay. Okay. Which we had some mounds around the house, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm like, these aren't terrible. But I always steered clear of them only. I was a little stoned. What about old Henry? Oh, I used to love old Henry. Do you still see those? Are those out? I don't think so. You remember those? Or yellow wrapper? It had like everything in it, and it was delicious. No, I don't remember. Oh, oh, Henry, that was a good one. I like. I used to really like that white chocolate Hershey's with the cookies and cream Hershey yeah. bar. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. If I'm going Hershey, I'm going uh, classic uh, Hershey with almonds. It's better with the almonds. Yeah. Mars. Mars, Mars bar. Oh my oh, God, with yes. almonds. Yes. I just thought of Almond Joy's Got Nuts. Mars don't. I just thought of that little Mounds that little don't. Yeah. yeah. Mounds, Mounds, but yeah. Mars. Sometimes you feel Mounds. like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Mounds. Or no, Mars bars. That was a good one, yeah. too. Yeah, that was basically like the Snickers almond bar. Yeah. I love almonds in my chocolate. Have you, have you all been to that candy shop that's in, there's one in St. Matthews and one in Oxmoor called Lolly and Pops? No. It I think is, I've been past it. It's like insane. And they actually have a section, like they call it their time travel section. Like and they have like candies, like lemon drops and stuff. Well, they have like, uh, they have candy cigarettes. Mm. <laughs> they, I mean, they're just sugar, but. Yes. I used to light them up. They have chocolates. I used to oh, love chuckles. chuckles. I haven't heard that in a while. And uh, what's the what's the one that I saw? And I saw it with somebody, and we were like both freaking out that they had it. I can't remember. Uh, bottle caps. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't like the bottle caps. That was, was the end of my bag. That was after the sweet. Oh, I were love gone. bottle caps. I mean, they were good enough. They got the job done. I'm, but I was, you know, sweet tarts first. Yeah. And then Smarties and then bottle caps. Oh, fruit candy was always uh, Skittles for me. Oh, well, Skittles were high class, you know. Yeah. And uh, Starburst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were the those were the two fruit ones that I like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My favorite out of the Starburst. Co- you can get uh, all that in the original Berry says. What candy cigarettes? Though candy and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, I love yeah. Cracker Barrel has a lot of cool stuff. Bread of Life down in Liberty, Kentucky has a lot of that uh, stuff. It's a Mennonite restaurant. They have the old rock candy, and then 
The sweet spot on Bardstown Road has some of the old stuff and then new versions of older candies and, you know, just a lot of chocolates yeah. and cool stuff. Like, I don't eat a lot of candy like that anymore, but I've gone in there a couple times, grabbed a few truffles, and they were all right. I like ordering every once in a while I treat myself and order, like, uh, I need to do it again. Like, I ordered some, like stuff from Germany like some oh yeah mm-hmm. and they're not overly expensive they're like about like 15 bucks for like you know a box of like 10 chocolates and stuff and we used it's to, cool uh, to get like different stuff like around the they actually have a section uh, around the world too where it's like import candies at uh, that candy store I was talking about but yeah my teeth hurt just walking in that place it's but it's beautiful yeah it's a good time like I don't know. We were uh, Paris and Amsterdam. We picked up different chocolate bars for people. Oh, like, that's awesome! Like uh, basically all the women in the family. Because <laughs> like, if we, they said if we didn't bring back chocolate, it was going to be hell to pay. So yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I get adventurous, <laughs> but um, but I got a few things to talk about. I watched some stuff. I got a couple of news. I still stories. need to watch She Hulk. You really do with the because I really liked the adult version and <laughs> uh, I need to watch the real version with China. What? No, no, no. I, yeah, I mean, I have watched it, but God, you talk about rest in peace, China. But God damn it, <laughs> it's impressive. You know, I mean, what? I mean, she took her name back, and oh, pe- people are just chinging and chiming in and. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is all from Trey. What's up, Trey? Uh, I don't think. Oh, these are all of our photos from uh, from today that we're trying to for from band practice oh, from nice. forty year old man band practice. <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole time I was singing today, I went, "Oh, my back hurts so bad." Yeah, I felt those like. Yeah, I had to do my stretches today before practicing. But She-Hulk. She-Hulk. She's working in this one. You watch it as well. Yeah, yeah. Have you been enjoying... I love it. I think it's great. I think it's pretty great, too. I really loved uh, the finale. It gets it gets really meta and kind of goes out in a, in a great direction. I wish the whole show yeah. was a little more like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was more of her like breaking the fourth wall and talking to camera. Uh, but in general, I think she's great. I thought the cameos were great. Uh, and it, it was it was good. It was good. I know it has its detractors, but I thought it was a pretty fun show. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, and I like the... Only thing is, like, I fast-forwarded and I missed the bonus thing at the end, so I don't know if I did. I miss anything big. After the credits on the finale? Yeah. I don't remember. So it must have not been anything I guess crazy. it wasn't anything. No. Yeah. All right. Don't think so. It's probably just something they're making chit-chat. They do that sometimes, and you wait the whole fucking credits, and it's just like, hey... It lets it. Yeah, some little funny moment that they yeah. can't find anywhere else to put. So like at the end of the first Spider Man, where Captain America's like, sometimes you shouldn't just sit around and wait for things. And then that was it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh man. But yeah, uh, what were we? She Hawk. She Hawk. Yeah, so. I'd let her prosecute me anyway. <laughs> or is she a defense lawyer? Uh, I don't she know. She seems like she'd be a defense lawyer who has previous prosecuting experience. Knows the system in way, inward and out, 
Inside and out. Oh, I recommend another show. If anybody, have you guys watched The Watcher? No. It sounds like, but I liked The Watchmen, so I like the title. That's the Henry Cavill show? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's The Witcher. That's The Witcher, okay. Yeah. The Witcher and The Watcher. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Watcher is about a family that buys a house and they get these letters saying that this guy's The Watcher and they start getting more aggressive. Oh, and the okay. neighbors oh, are strange. I've seen a preview for that. It's I wa- we watched the whole series. It's only seven episodes, and uh, especially during this time of year, watching creepy stuff is always mm-hmm. the best. But I'd still, I still would check it out, even if you don't get into it before. Yeah, because we still have a whole like month of creepy movie season. Yeah. Even though Halloween's. About to pass. It's still November. Everything's dying. I started in September with my uh, Halloween watching because I was like, you know what? If like they move Christmas up every year, I can move Halloween up every year. And so, yeah, I've been celebrating Halloween since September. Yeah. But I kind of always celebrate Halloween, I guess. I mean, it's all year long. I like how, like, uh, as generations pass, Halloween is taken more and more seriously as a holiday, like pageantry and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean like in the pagan fashion, but like we're not putting our children and burning them and putting their remains in jack o' lanterns. It always goes to that. Well, you. that's what jack o' lanterns <laughs> were used for. The, the Like they sacrificed a child. And then put the burning remains in a pumpkin and brought it back. It was some ritual. It was like for harvest or some shit. I mean, dude, we don't do that. We carve happy little faces on yeah. them. They're smiling at you, too, because we want to undo that. We just want candy and cool movies and, you know, uh, you know, cool costumes, ladies in hot costumes, men's in hot costumes, you know, anybody in hot costumes. Do yeah. your thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's about having a good time. My like kids did really cool jack-o'-lanterns. Since like, as they're getting older, their shit's becoming more like intricate. Yeah, yeah. Like Lily spent two hours on hers. It's perfect. Trey did this thing with a put a like chainsaw blade, like he made out of cardboard and toothpicks, like through the pumpkin's head. That's awesome. To give them both credit on uh, ingenuity, there. They they would. I love jack-o'-lanterns. I, I love that we we have pumpkins all over the house. I love this time of year and. Thanks again for being here for our Halloween special because Halloween, this is the best time of the year. It's a great time to have have you on. And uh, what uh, what was I getting to? You were, oh, I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I was like, it's so good to have you here. And yeah, do you oh, have you? The train had left the station, but we weren't sure where the train was going. Yeah, I don't know what. I was on a roll, but then I was like. Uh, you know, the track is there. We'll get there. <laughs> I was gonna get to what you all. Yeah, sometimes I, some I, I get derailed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, what were you gonna ask him? Uh, do you have any jack o' lantern projects going on, or I don't? No, that's not what I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was just gonna jump back to the subject of what we were watching. I was gonna ask what he's been watching. Oh well, why didn't you say that? Uh, I don't know because I forgot when that's I came cool. to it. I, f- I freeze up on my words too. Yeah, we'll get back into the Halloween movies in a second. Well, yeah, because I've got a top ten. I actually did it this year. I fudged mine last year, and he totally called me out on it. He's like, Sean just just listed ten movies, and 
Couldn't even do that. So <laughs> I actually sat and thought and put them down. I'll do more. I'll do uh, I'll do some lists too. But yeah, where what have you been watching? Keep it I, up with. I started watching and it's I was on it started Netflix years ago. I started watching that Sabrina show, that Chilling Oh Adventures Yeah, I watched the first one. What the Teenage episodes. Witch with Clarissa from Clarissa Explains No, it all. they redid the, it. The new one. The new oh, one. because yeah. she's in Jesus movies now on the Pure Flicks. Melissa Joan Hart is in Pure Flicks? I think so, oh, yeah. Oh my lord. I don't know if I knew that she needs money i mean i'm not gonna <laughs> deny her a party like dean kane and people like that but yeah, yeah this is a lot darker though but <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's pretty great i'm i'm, I'm ashamed that yeah. it took me 40 because it's what does it come on for it came on like four or five years ago yeah. and did four seasons but i just got around to watching it. and i i was watching i was four episodes in before i realized that, that the principal was bronson pinchot from uh perfect strangers oh and yeah. like, the langoliers and Langley, yes, and True Romance, I think as well. Yes, yeah, and, yes, and Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh yes, Cop. yes. Oh Surge. man, Surge, yes. And Beverly Hills Cop three as well. Yeah, oh, yes. But I'm sure, he'll be. Wow, we one. just laid out his whole career, like between the three of us. We He's just, the man has lots of hits. What can he do? How can you not love Bronson Pinchot? I hope I Pinchot Pinchot. I think it's Pinchot. Pinchot, okay. And the other guy was in She Hulk. The dad was uh oh was, yeah his cousin cousin Larry. Yeah, cousin Larry. Cousin Larry. Is, yeah, he's She Hulk's dad. Oh really? He's great. Yeah. It's so heartwarming to see him. Is he oh, from yeah. Madison in that one too? Is he all stressed out? Like <laughs> Do you know how Don't Judd Hirsch is the same guy when he's in a movie or something? Yeah. He's basically yeah. yeah. He's basically the guy from Taxi. He may be like a little more Jewish, but usually just the same old guy. But you know, you gotta love him. Jeff Goldblum is always the same guy. He's always yeah. a, he's always a cool scientist. He's my he, yeah. <laughs> if uh, I were a taxi driver, I think Judd Hirsch would yeah, be yeah. my inspiration. If I were a scientist, Jeff Goldblum would be <laughs> my movie inspiration. <laughs> oh, actually, when they were together in Independence Day, yeah, and they were trying to uh, tell uh, Jeff Goldblum to shut up, uh, uh, Judd Hirsch is like. Don't you tell him to shut up. You'll only be dead if it wasn't for my cousin David. Like, reminded me of my relatives and shit. <laughs> oh, dude, that was great. I, he was... I don't know. Sorry, I get started no, on Taxi good. and good. it just I happens. I like that you brought them up separately and then realized they were related in the Independence Day film. Yeah. I, it, I like that. It just came together. Sean is really obsessed with Taxi. He usually goes on a Taxi rant at least once an episode. I usually go on a Belushi Speedball rant once an episode. <laughs> and we usually haven't... We haven't hit Rocky yet, but we'll probably get to Rocky at some point. Yeah, gotta, gotta love Rocky. Uh, there was this time we were in Florida, and there was... You know, Florida's Florida. Uh, and this guy kept hanging out in the parking lot of where we were, and every time we walked to the beach or the swimming pool, he'd try... Hey, Rick. Rick! Rickless in Seattle, what's up? Rick Gideon's the uh, the guy who does our artwork. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, you know Rick, right? I know Rick, yeah. Hey, okay. Rick. Known Rick forever. But, yeah. uh, this guy uh, in Florida just kept, like, randomly talking with us. Like, we didn't know him. And, but he kept trying to start a conversation with us while we were at the pool, and he brought up Taxi, and I almost <laughs> got sucked in. And Donnie, like, luckily, as I was turning my head, Donnie locked eyes with me and brought me back. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I like Taxi, too. I mean, I, I understand it. But Creepy Strangers and... 
I had a conversation with a gentleman in a uh, in a hot tub at a Holiday Inn in uh, Southern Kentucky about the dogmen. That's just a cool a cool thing you're talking about, pool. Hey, he's at his father-in-law's house drinking and smoking. Yeah, yeah. so you Break get a, the rules, dude. Oh, I met I met his father-in-law yeah. a long time ago. He's a cool dude. Uh, Hell yeah, dude! You're having a good time. Yeah, tell Jessica we said what's up, and yeah, tell the kiddo hello. But yes, little Ricky. Oh, I have some news too. Yeah, uh, Mick Mars officially left Motley Crue. Yeah, he did. He did. Saw that. Like, <laughs> poor guy, though. I mean, he's in pain. Yeah. He's got MS, and despite that, though, when we saw him in 2011, he put on a hell of a show. He's an amazing guitarist. I mean, but God, that's got yeah. That had to, that had to be getting to him because what sucks too is they're still touring and they're getting John Five, which yeah, that's a good that's a good decision to replace John Five. He played with Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson, and um, he played his own stuff too. But okay, uh, and he can play that kind of style that uh, Mick Mars played. He's not as bluesy, but he's he's a well, good choice. Well, they get another LA guy like or from those days. You they know, should just quit because Vince Neil sounds like ass now. Yeah, kind of like McCartney does. Have you heard him lately? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's like bad. It's uh, like bad, bad. Yeah, he sounded okay, you know, 10, 11 years I ago. I he sounded that good when we saw him. He wasn't bad they, because they had the sense to take the the songs down a couple steps so right. his range would, it would fit his range. But, yeah, it's pretty bad now. Uh, I mean, it's kind of sad, but... Uh, the first time I saw them, I was hammered drunk, and they sounded fucking fantastic. But with the second time I saw them, when we saw them, yeah, they... He did not sound good. Everybody else in the band sounds awesome. I mean, they're all awesome players, but... Uh. Oh, and somebody broke into Nancy Pelosi's home and beat her husband with a hammer. That was no shit? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. How'd they even get to her home? Like, somebody had to let no them idea. in. She's, a ha- she's what, uh... uh maj- Minority leader or majority leader of the house? Speaker of the house. Speaker of the house. What the f- That one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Long day. <laughs> but you'd think she'd have secret service. like. Yeah. I don't know. But they somebody had their house and beat her husband with a hammer. Damn. That's fucked up. How is, how is he after that? I don't know. I, I mean, he survived. Is this today? Uh, I think it was today. Okay. Well, uh... You know, regardless of anything, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers. That's 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 rough. Rick says, uh, I got an adult happy meal, and it was exactly how I imagined it would be, just a regular meal that costs extra. <laughs> I knew that's what it was. Were they going to give me an yeah. even bigger burger and bigger fries? No. That's what my kids got hooked on. Like, his trays at that age where he's, like, eating. He's 12, so he's, like, eating, like, crazy amount of food. Oh, yeah. I ate three Big Macs, well, a Big Mac combo, two extra Big Macs, uh, apple pie, and a shake, chocolate shake. Jesus. That was my, like, record. Uh, I mean, I only did that once, but... 
I need to take out, we need to get some double quarter pounders. My dad used to do that with me. We'd see how many we could eat. He always beat me. He always eat like two or three. Oh, man. That's rough. If you go on the McDonald's app, you can actually still get the daily double burger. Yes. I just realized this recently when I was ordering um, the kids happy or the adult happy meal that uh, you can go in there and order the daily double, which I think is pretty exciting. Yeah. Sometimes I order, uh, yeah, they're. And they have great deals too on the app. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm not here sponsoring McDonald's, but I just want to let you know the app is awesome. You can get free stuff every day. So I figured out how to get a cheeserito at Taco Bell. Do you remember the cheeseritos? Yes. Yes. You get the cheesy roll up, and you have them add the taco sauce, and they, and uh, if they still have scallions, you like you could do that, but not all of them do. Yeah, like. Oh but you can get it with the sauce. King. My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's just it's not complicated. I just happen to be excited about it because I've. I have my cheese Doritos oh, back. Yeah. I lost them on January fifth, nineteen ninety. It's my birthday. Really? January fifth, yeah. Oh, I was like, you're older in nineteen ninety. No. Yeah, January fifth, yeah. Ten ten years before that. Ah, okay, yeah. So yeah, but the do you remember the Daily Devil? I remember the McDLT. The Daily Double was like started in Louisville, I think, but it was like. I remember hearing about it. I just don't remember which one it is. Was it the dollar one? It was the double. It was a double cheeseburger that had mayo, lettuce, and tomato on it. And it was was it an arc? No, that wasn't an arc one. No, no, no. no. Okay, I know what you're talking about. It was kind of like set up. Like a rally burger, but yeah, McDonald's it was, style. It, but it was really good. They did it during Derby. Or wait, did it have tomato? Yeah, they did. Have yeah, it was like definitely has tomato. Definitely has tomato. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I remember like they were real big on the Taylor Boulevard uh, McDonald's and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I want to feel like it started there because it was like for the Derby or whatever. I don't know. Remember the Coke floats in with the, in the mm-hmm. actual Coca Cola glasses oh, yeah. that everybody yeah. wanted because of the commercials and you couldn't really buy them back then but you could once they put out those floats people were just buying like five or six of those over the course of time so they could have a select a you know collection of uh, those glasses yeah yeah uh, old school McDonald's memorabilia and uh, <sighs> specials. Do you remember the Batman sandwich? The Batman hero? That was my absolute favorite McDonald's sandwich of all time. That was from which Batman? Uh, I believe it was from the 89 Batman. Okay, or the Batman Returns. I can't remember which. I want to say the original Batman. Batman Forever, they had cups. Uh, Returns, they had cups and the toys, but the toys weren't around very long. I think Taco Bell had the original Batman. Uh, as far as the production promotions. Oh, okay. I think, because there's a poster I used to have Maybe from Taco Bell. Maybe it was Batman Bell. Returns. I'm trying to remember. I was... Um, there was a Batman been... Returns thing at McDonald's. I just don't remember if it was a the mini book or something. They had uh, cups, and then the lid was a Frisbee. Oh, and then they had they yeah. had toy, like the toys in the Happy Meal. I remember the lid, the Frisbee lid. Okay. Uh, I don't remember if this was McDonald's or Wendy's, but during the Christmas season, they were giving out movies. It was you had a choice between, or you could get the movies for five bucks. You get Adam's Family, Wayne's World, Dancing with Wolves, and uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. There was McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's did the movie thing for a while. I got both the Wayne's World and uh, the uh, Adam's Family through that. 
because movies were like VHS was like 15, 20 bucks <laughs> yeah. back then. It was then. a big deal to go to a restaurant and leave with a VHS tape. Yeah. It was yeah. a big thing back in the day. Believe it or not, that was a big thing. It was. And Burger King had the Happy Meals with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, yeah. VHS. Uh, they mm-hmm. had four different episodes. I had three out of four. The only one I didn't have was the yellow one that was Sky Turtles. You couldn't find mm-hmm. it anywhere, but uh, yeah, that, that was a big deal. Uh, they oh. had... When Turtles was huge, yeah, though. I actually had the uh, I, I had the Smurf glasses from uh, Hardee's. McDonald's. No, Hardee's had the chipmunk glasses. I had those. Okay, maybe no. I think it was Hardee's had them too. Glasses, I I, I associate more with Hardee's. Than yeah, I do well, McDonald's. Maybe, but Camp, Camp Snoopy, they had the, they had Snoopy ones they yes. had at uh, McDonald's. Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that was McDonald's. I had, I think I had a couple of those, but I had uh, oh, what was the really cool one from Return of the Jedi ones from Burger King? Yes, Burger King and Burger Queen, I think, had those. Yeah, Burger yeah. Queen. Yeah. yeah. Those glasses are phenomenal. The art yeah, on those are. glasses is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. The Jedi ones I have were, like, really good. Yeah. Got a couple of those. Yeah, I need to I need to go. But I, well, actually, when they had the glasses, I had, uh, on vinyl, the Chipmunk Chip Punk record. Oh, Chipmunk Punk? Yeah, and I, I had uh, Alvin sign it. Oh, that's so, cool. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. I, I bet Alvin would have been the one who got crazy when they went on tour, like doing blow. Oh and yeah. Like and Theodore would have been the guy who was real friendly and fun and ate himself to death. And Simon would have had all these side projects, like different bands and like side. He'd have been like Milo from the Descendants, like, <laughs> yeah. like inventing stuff, doing microbiology, and yeah. Uh, and then they'd had a falling apart with fall out with Dave but then they would have reunited like 10 years later and everything would have been great it been a great documentary sorry I got a little sidetracked <laughs> but uh, I, wasn't there a bat- sorry we're talking glasses and happy meals I think I had a Batman glass from McDonald's or McDonald's. somewhere and I think it was Batman Returns like a, it was a glass and it was kind of uh, I think they had cups uh, I don't know if they had glasses though. I could have glasses were like really cool short. Uh, for uh, Batman Forever, they, and they also had Flintstone glasses that summer. I think that might have been the same summer. It might have been a Batman Forever one that I got, but I yeah, actually found. Remember having something about that? I'm no, I'm so I'm so bad with interrupting. Yeah, you are. I know. It's all right. <laughs> uh, I actually found like two old cups from Seven Eleven I bought off eBay with Captain Boomerang and the Penguin, and they're very bitching. Speaking of uh, awesome cups, um, yeah. But you know what? We should get to our horror movie section. Well, uh, okay. So you have a full-on list. I don't have a list. Well, that's awesome. That's kind of the reverse of last year. Oh, I gotta mention something real quick. Anybody into Pam Greer movies? I know you are. You a Pam Greer fan? I like Pam Greer. Yeah. Well, so I watched a movie of hers that I had not seen before called Sheba Baby. Takes place in Louisville, filmed in Louisville, mostly on Main Street and West End Louisville, uh, and 18th, uh, going from like Dixie up to Broadway, and so, but. Uh, you know, it's like uh, one of those films where she, her dad's business is like the mob's trying to take it over and she comes to like save her dad and she kicks everybody's ass and 
But it's a cool movie. It's a Louisville shout-out. has Curtis from Up in Smoke. The guy, it's Curtis, baby. <laughs> yeah, Curtis yeah. on the case. Leader than Skeeter's Peter. Yeah, Lena than Skeeter's Peter. He's in it. And it's on YouTube. It's for free. I highly recommend you watch it. Sheba, baby? Yes. And okay. she's awesome in it. Oh, and she's always great. And uh, I don't know. I always end up bringing up like a few black exploitation movies just yeah. because they're they're like the punk rock of movies. Yeah. So they look cool too because all those '70s films to me look fucking so much cooler than like. I love. It's movies part of the whole Grindhouse yeah. era. Uh, but I just watched it last night after I watched like Uptown Saturday Night, and I was like, I need to bring this up. I feel like. You know, a little Louisville pride go a long way. And plus, you know, it's Pam Greer. She always has a new. But anyway, okay, I said what I had to well, say. Since I didn't, since, so since me and him didn't make lists, we're just going to talk about yours. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is in no particular order. And this technically has more than 10 movies, but, you know. So the first one I wrote down was The Exorcist. It's a classic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was scary when it came out, and, like, now I think it's funny, but it did scare me the first few times I saw it. Uh, it's uh, one of my favorite horror movies. I love The Priest. Like, those are... I, I yeah. like The Priests in that movie because yeah. they don't creep me out or anything. <laughs> they're, like, they're like Robert De Niro from Sleepers. Like, he's the guy who, like... You trust him. He's around the neighborhood. He catches a kid smoking a joint. He smacks it out of their mouth, you know. Yeah. But he'll play basketball with them and run off the <laughs> neighborhood bullies and shit. Like, yeah, like they had that kind of uh, 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 air about them. Yeah. Now, this would and be on my list as well. Dealing with uh, the girl's mom, who's obviously emotional, but she's also an actress. So, like, every time something happens, she'll be like, oh, my God. Uh, it's, you know, their characters were built very well, too. Uh, you know, they seemed very patient. and But uh, good parts of the movie. They, I think they cut the crab walk out of uh, the streaming version because oh, I really? watched it last streaming? night. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I try to go back and I couldn't find it. Um because I thought maybe I missed it, but it wasn't in this version. Um, it was a huge deal when they put that back in theaters and they put the the, cra the spider walk, crab walk, whatever, they put that back into it. That was a big thing, I remember, when that came out. I mean, the crab walk itself is scary, but I think the timing is what really Yeah, because you don't you. expect it. It's like the mom is standing by the steps and it's like this happens and then the music kicks in and it comes down the steps and yeah, you don't expect it. It's kind of like a jump scare in a way. And at that point in the movie, there's not much activity happening during the day and yeah, that's a daytime that's right. scene. That's right. Uh, Why would they take that out? Oh, it's scary. The timing just... It's already a disturbing movie. She's stabbing herself in the coochie with the... the and then makes her mom... I, I didn't remember that part before. After she jumps on her mom's face. Oh, she's yeah. She's like, eat me! And, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, such awesome movie. It's a great movie. Uh... And it's legitimate. I mean, it, it was one of those. My mom said when she saw it, she had to keep the lights on. Yeah. I, you know, in 1974 or whatever. So, I mean, for then, it was that scary. 
we were watching when I lived with a bunch of people we were watching that on VHS or whatever and it would just replay and I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up and forgot about the movie and it was on the part where she was screaming and stuff and I forgot that the TV was on and I was like oh I was terrified I was kind of messed up but uh <laughs> it still it still was uh man that, yeah I'm sorry your thoughts on The Exorcist my bad um I'm just thinking that when it did come back out uh and I was watching it with because I had seen it, it's something I'd grew up, grown up with, but watching it with a younger audience at that time and listening to them laugh at it, because I guess because it's uncomfortable and, and it's kind of a dated movie. At that time, I was more of a film snob, so I was like, how dare these children laugh at the exes? Now, now I, I get it, I get it. Uh, but that comes right to mind of like, I, I'm not sure how if that came out now, I mean, it would be kind of different, but uh, how that would be looked at. And I think they're, I think they're remake, or they're doing a new Exorcist, is that the guy that did the Halloween the the Halloween films. Oh, um, really? They're doing like a, a new Exorcist, and is, I think Ellen Burstyn is in it. Isn't it a series or is it a? I or is it, it a movie? I think, it, I think it's a movie just because it's the guy that did Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, David Gordon Green, uh, and Ellen Burstyn is in it, so it'll be like a legacy sequel. So those original films did happen. Um, I don't know about Linda Blair, but you know, I guess we'll see how that is when that comes out. So. I don't see it. I, I like the Halloween, the new Halloweens. I mean, the last Halloween, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. You still need to see that as well. Yeah, I was actually trying to find uh, the first with the 2018 one, and it wasn't streaming yeah, on I looked anything that, up the other day too, that I was subscribed to. Uh, What's next on the list? I already know oh, what it is. Hey, yeah, it's the trilogy, the Night of the Living Dead trilogy. Uh, I like all three of them. Fuck Land of the Dead. That movie sucked oh, on ice. Awful. Very disappointing when that came out. Yeah, uh, the they were a little too emotional. I, I don't like emotional zombies. They're not zombies anymore. They're just undead. Well, I feel like they started to get emotional in Day of the Dead as well, though. Well, I think they started to have memories, but, I mean, at the same time, the scientists still had to feed them human remains to keep them satiated. Yeah. So, it wasn't like there was a sentimental uh, feeling from those zombies towards... Like the zombie that went and pumped his own gas? Boo! Get the yeah. fuck out of here with that! I like the guy, the one that got a hold of the gun, and every time a zombie would get killed, he'd just be like, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I think Day of the Dead's my favorite, because everyone is acting at level 10. Uh, and there's just, like, this mood. And it's, it's I don't know, to me, it's the scariest of those three movies. I'm, I'm more scared of the, the regular human characters than I am the zombies in that movie, because everyone is just hysterical the entire movie. And they're all turning against each other. Yeah, that's the, the scariest part. And it's the military versus the scientists, mm -hmm. and the military is at its wits end because they're overrun. To, was it, by that point, 200,000 to one? So, yeah, it's just them stuck in this bunker eating at each other uh, I personally liked Dawn of the Dead the best uh, just cause some of it was campy and I also the beginning scene uh, watching how the police were handling people who were trying to hold up in a building yeah to that part was it. scary yeah that was scary yeah. just because that could really happen yeah. uh, but when they did escape uh, and found them all. Like it was really ingenuitive what they did by just 
taking out every zombie in there, removing them, cleaning it out, locking it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, had they kept to themselves and been a little more careful, they could have stayed it out a little, you know, hold out a little longer. But of course, when they did get overrun by the bikers, uh, you know, uh, one of them sh- shot at them and it turned into a war and everything. And then the, the pie fight ensues. Oh, yeah, there was a pie fight. <laughs> was a zombie pie fight. Zombie pie fight, and mm-hmm. uh, you get to see Tom Savini get his guts torn mm-hmm. out. Great artist. I mean, he he oh. didn't just do horror movies, but he also did... Didn't he do things like Jason and the Argonauts and uh, or like Clash of the Titans and stuff like that? I think I he know. was involved in some of those uh, early... Or some of the that era of like remakes of myth- mythological stories, but anyway, yeah, for that claymation, uh, and I don't know, he was amazing, and he had a really cool combable mustache. Yeah, he, he had the switchblade comb. Um, he made me learn the importance of sharing in that movie. <laughs> so that's weird, though, that your favorite's day. Dawn and mine's night. Oh, you gotta love night though. Night's incredible. It's my second favorite horror movie next to Halloween. Uh, I love Night of the Living Dead because oh no, for one, that's a college film too. Well, yeah, like they paid almost nothing to make that movie. He used his mom's car and actually fucked it up when it rode down the hill or whatever. And uh, it was also, like, for that day and age to have a black lead be, like, the main survivor, that was, like, really cool. Like, and that, to be portrayed as somebody who was tough yet yeah. not, yeah. like, not somebody that you'd be afraid of. Not man. a cartoon like they used to be yeah, back not, then. Like, I mean, They like, just, they treated him like a man. Yeah, exactly. And, they, I don't know, that movie, just, like, the whole thing and watching them slowly break apart when they find everybody downstairs, like, I don't know. And there's just no happy ending. It's great. It's like Empire. Like, there's nothing happy about the ending, but it's just such a good movie. And you can tell, I don't know, I like movies that you can, like, see, like, how they filmed it and, like, or, like, you know, you get the sense, like, you know, like, oh, I could, I could set this up and... You know, it's just really neat. The filmmaking is just really cool. Uh, yeah, and I he said uh, Romero was talking about how there was a company that had offered to back him financially and get a little more distribution out there. But when they when they wanted creative control over some aspects of it, he and his crew were like, "No, this is our movie. You're not yeah. going to change it." And you know, he ultimately saved it. And, you know, it's a public domain movie, too. Yeah. He never really yeah. made a fuss about copywriting it, which means he just wanted it out there. Have you ever seen any of the overdubs? Yeah. Those are really funny. Like, I saw one where, uh, back when G4 used to exist, that they had on there where, uh, the lead was actually like a Seinfeld impersonator and he kept in character the whole time. Uh, so it was just a Jerry Seinfeld voice with that guy, except for the part where he slaps her, then he breaks character. But yeah, dude, Night of the Living Dead, 
Romero. I like all those movies, except for Land of the Dead. Yeah, uh, Land of the Dead was dumb, but, you know, Romero was getting old by that point. I'm not going to fault him. But Day of the Dead, you can just tell it's, like, going to be, like, the last of the good ones. So, you know, it's like... Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, like, I just, for me, Dawn is just a... I like that a little bit more than the other two, but I can't, like, put the other two, like, below it, really. Like, two, they're all amazing. Um yeah. And just there, yeah, there were a lot of uh, stereotypes broken. Uh, like, even in Dawn of the Dead, you well, know, yeah, there Ken was the Forey. female Ken Forey, and uh, oh, who was the lady that, uh, oh, the blonde lady uh, who ended up being the other survivor and who took the initiative to learn how to fly the helicopter? Um, I can't think of her, the actress's name. Uh, I can't even think of the character's name. I feel that I almost said Rose, but I know it's not Rose. I'm gonna look it up. Ken Forey's like, have you thought about an abortion? <laughs> it's doable, and I know how. And she heard it in the next room. God knows what a woman would think just hearing that discussion. Like, oh my God, are they just gonna force me to do this? It, Was it Frank Fain? Who? Francine, that's who it is. Galen Ross. Galen Ross. Galen Ross. She's like, so I guess you all have made up your mind. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. That, that is one of those moments in the movies where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a... Well, Romero was always forward-thinking like that. And all, all those films have, like, some kind of social... He's always thinking about that, like, what's the social message of this and, and all this sort of stuff. He was quite a thinker. Yeah, that's yeah. what I liked about, yeah, uh, especially in the beginning, uh, just the way the cops were treating uh, the residents. And then you had that one crazy cop, Woolsey, or Wooly, who was just going in. He's like, we got to shoot these motherfuckers. Well, that's not what he said, but, you know, I'm paraphrasing. And he would just walk in and blow people's heads off. And then finally, you know, Ken Forey kills his ass because... And nobody else really cares either. Like the other, the other cop in the movie's like, ah, I didn't see how he died. Yeah, I, you know, I never seen the remake of Night of the Living Dead, but I did like the remake of Dawn of the Dead. It was all right, but I'd liked it better if they called it something else. Yeah, it would have been better named something else. Yeah, but, but as uh, far as a zombie film uh, that takes place in a mall, it's pretty good. Pretty good as yeah. far as the remake goes. Yeah, that's a pretty cool mall too. Yeah. So the next ones I have are Friday the 13th 1 and 2. Oh, you forgot 3. I like 3. I was going to throw that in because he gets the mask, but 2 yeah. my favorite, but 1, obviously, you can't. I love just, 1. Yeah, 1's amazing. Voorhees' mother. Uh, and it's just teens going to uh, be camp counselors, or young adults going to be camp counselors. And, of course, their hormones take control, and they get killed for it. Yeah. Um, and then in part two, it's the same thing, except he's got a potato sack, and there's just... <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, it's Jason. Gotta love Friday the 13th. It's the same story over and over again. The but remake was good, too. Yeah, the first... The remake of Friday the 13th, where you thought... Damn, they killed everybody, and only 20 minutes has passed. And yeah, this, it was like the first three movies, though, in one. And then they throw up the title at, like, the 20-minute mark, and you're like, whoa! Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I really like the remake. I need to go back I and watch that. Really, I don't remember much about it. I remember that. I remember like, watching it for 20 minutes and go, oh, there's a time, which I liked, but I don't remember much else. Is that where he's like, Jason's like a survivalist kind of thing? He's like building traps and stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I remember that part of it. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember a whole lot. I just remember he killed everybody, but I did see it in theaters. And then it, like, restarted at part two, and then, like, he did get his mask in that movie, too. So, uh, yeah, that was, I don't know. I thought it was a good remake, and I'm not a big fan of the remakes. Uh, see, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a good one. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's a classic. I mean, that's... There's no soundtrack to that, and it's scary as shit because there's no soundtrack. Get a little skinnered in there. A little skinnered coming out the van. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I watched that a few weeks ago. The scene where he just grabs dude and slams the door is like one of the best scenes of horror. How do you build that metal door in your house? Oh, I'm sure maybe they, they probably had some contractors come out or something. Oh, well, like, that's a tight-knit community, yeah. too. I mean, <laughs> they, they knew somebody. Yeah, I mean. We yeah. watched it a couple of weeks ago. They showed it at Public Park. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we've been wanting to go out eight there. Eight or nine, so it was, pretty, it was pretty cool to see that uh, with everybody on the dark in a park. Did you see the goat man? I did. Oh, yeah, well, I did. I did see I got to hold the goat baby. Uh, they oh, have there's like a goat a, baby? There's a goat baby. He's adorable. Oh, they have like a escape room, and if you escape, you get to uh, you find the goat baby. And you rescue um, the goat baby. Yeah, I, I think so. But a friend of mine works there. So he's like, I want you to see the goat baby, so I got to hold the goat baby. He was adorable. Oh man, that's I can awesome. report that he was adorable. Okay, that is awesome. I'm glad we got we uh, we wanted to go out there this month, but we got swamped with well, a combination of work and practice and. So we didn't get to do it this year. Well, who, who is Barry that? just sent me this. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the nice. That album sucked. Uh, but uh, yeah, Texas. He, like, uh, oh, uh, oh, fuck. Where were we? This has been happening. Chainsaw massacre. Chest, yeah, chainsaw massacre. Uh, so, yeah, uh, people get cut up. There's a guy named Franklin who uh, has a resemblance to a friend of the show, uh, a friend of the family. Uh, yeah, so it's just kids going out and yeah. what they're going to see. No, they're seeing Skinner in the second one. In this one, they're just going to stay at a house, like an old house. Yeah, something like that. I think like it's that. like the Leeds family's house or something. Yeah, and then they just, uh, they get chopped up, and did, that's it. Did you all see the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre available on Netflix? No. I, I did. Yeah, it's sort of a direct sequel to the first one. It kind of does what the Halloween films do, where it, the other sequels didn't happen, and they bring back the lead character from the first movie, but I think it's a different actress. But it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, well, the yeah. bus scene I thought the was bus really scene was cool. cool. Yeah, that's all I remember was that scene though. Yeah, like the uh, like at the very end, like the ending and stuff. It was real funny, like when uh, you know he grabs her at the end. Yeah, uh, me and Amanda are watching. And she's like, "Oh, good, she was getting on my nerves." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it was kind of an annoying person to kind of root yeah. for." The, I have a big problem with that in horror movies. Like, make the make the people that are trying to escape likable. If you want me to root for them, because right. which one? Which 
the new chainsaw. Oh, the new chainsaw, ex, yeah. Like, you can't really root for any of those people either. Yeah, they're all scumbags. Like, and then dude's, like, kind of a cuck. Yeah. I felt bad for him, I'm going to be honest, but he should have stuck up for himself. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. But with uh, the original Texas, I thought it was, uh, you know, the, that one chick, like, at the end when she finally gets away from Leatherface, that... I mean, the way they set it up to where he's chasing them around and dude has to get out of his own truck mm-hmm. to protect her and yeah. they narrowly escape on, what, another truck that comes by? Yeah. She and jumps in a truck and I think he just runs away. Oh, yeah. He just, he runs just away. <laughs> oh, he gets her on the truck and, yeah, yeah he just ducks yeah, Leatherface yeah. until he probably, yeah, he has to get that mm-hmm. semi back. Yeah. That's money. <laughs> like he, yeah. The truck and they don't mess around. You got to get to your place on time. You probably just waited till no one was around and shot Leatherface. Yeah. Another thing with that movie is the way it was filmed, too. Is, yeah. Uh, oh, man, that movie's. You're making it hard to decide what I'm going to watch when I get home now. Well, I'll make it harder. We've got Halloween 1 and 2, obvious classics. I consider that like a two part yeah. movie. Yeah. Picks uh, up right after, which I don't think a lot of films have done it in that time. It doesn't really happen now where it's like it picks up a second after the last one. Um, I love that. Which, it was cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's almost like a long series. Uh, long, but it, only two parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Halloween is my favorite. Like, like, it's not the most gory or anything, but the story's amazing. They do suck you in. The suspense. They can, the suspense is what scares you, and... Yeah, PJ Souls and uh, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was cute back then. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah. So you got you know, you know, you got some hotties in there. You don't got forget some, about Alice. Oh yeah, the the dark hair one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, the sheriff's daughter, and but that PJ in Souls. itself, Alice being the sheriff's daughter in itself, <laughs> just like makes her all the more tempting. Same in uh, Halloween 4. Yeah. When uh, the blonde sheriff's daughter. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a whole different. That, we, we could just go on about sheriff's daughters in that series. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for a good 20 minutes. So, but uh, I mean, that did kind of help set the template. Like that Chainsaw Massacre kind of set the template for like new slashers. Uh, and the music reference like Black Christmas is one of the earliest ones too, along with Halloween and yeah. Right. Did you and know then, uh, Halloween was actually John Carpenter wrote it as a sequel to Black Christmas, and then went back and changed it. But that's what he originally wrote was, and then he was like flipped it. But oh, it's kind of like what happened with the original Star Trek. the The pilot was called something else. Uh, what Metamorphosis or not Metamorphosis? Something, but. Then they just re-released it, the old footage, as an episode, like, early in the... Anyway, I got sidetracked. Yeah, um, but uh, the Halloween, yeah. Man, it, The filming was really favorite. good, and, it, you know, there wouldn't have been, like, Nightmare on Elm Street without Halloween. Pro- maybe not even a Jason, uh, even though that came out a year later. They, they could have been working on that around the same yeah. time. Uh, Great minds think alike in that case, so, yeah. Right. And, uh, I mean, Fre- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's original, but I don't think that came out till 84. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, classic. Always a classic. Oh, it's my favorite. Now, one of my favorites is Return of the Living Dead. Yes, I love that movie. Another Louisville movie, but uh, it's a it's like a f- comedy and you know a horror movie. And just a fun B-movie all rolled up into one. Oh, And the father from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 is the owner of the medical supply store. Clue Gulliger. Clue Gulliger. like that actor's name. Clue Gulliger. That's his name? Yeah. Okay. What that kid needs is a methadone clinic. <laughs> I love him. It's a uh, goddamn cherry bomb, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> his delivery was great with whatever everything he said. There's nothing wrong with the house. It's just that AC needs a shot of that goddamn Freon. <laughs> Was oh, there something wrong with this house? Well, how do you think we got such a great deal on it? <laughs> oh, I love him. Clue Gulliger. Here, here. Yeah, uh, dude, that's... Oh, man, I love that movie. And plus, it's punk rockers and Louisville. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's... Louisville punk rockers, uh... Clue Gulliger's assistant is kind of Weasley, but he's a good second, like a good assistant manager, Weasley assistant manager. But you can tell he's not a scumbag. He's just, uh, you know, but he's training Freddy and you get to see them go through like the the areas with the obviously fake half uh, canine cadavers and uh, different tools. Those are great. Um, And the crematorium. Oh, that yeah. guy, Bert. Oh, God. Bert's my spirit animal. When I've been working all day and somebody comes to me with a special favor that I really can't turn down because we've known each other for 25 years. I know. He's in his tracksuit, just, you know. Drinking coffee while touching dead people. And he's almost like Sphinx from Gone in 60 Seconds, who uh, is like laying his sandwich on dead people and picking it up. And oh, eating yeah. It. But, uh,. He was a great character, and everything is so animated. It's not like the other zombie movies where you can like shoot him in the heart or the head, and uh, you know, I mean, the head or decapitate him, and then it's over. Like you chop him up in a thousand pieces, the pieces keep coming at you, and the only way to kill him was to burn them. But the vapors went and created acid rain that uh, animated all the bodies in the ground. So uh, they really took it as far as they possibly could and tied the military in. I don't know. It was just it was such a pretty cool movie. story. And the best soundtrack, one of the best soundtracks, you got Roki Erickson, The, the Cramps. Cramps, 45 Grave, uh, a lot of people. Uh, uh, who else? I'm trying to think. There's oh, one there's that like, I really like. And I can't TSOL's think. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Iggy might have had a song. I, no, no, it was just Rocky Erickson. It's on Pluto right now, which Pluto is free. So, just but, for anyone out there that might want to watch it that's never seen it or just wants to rewatch it because it's amazing. Yeah. And actually, it's on Tubi. I actually also like the third Return of the Living Dead. That's actually my favorite of those films. Yeah, I've they started making the sequels yeah. like in the past few years. Mm-hmm. I like the second one, I, but I don't think I've seen the third one. Third one is like a, has like a Romeo and Juliet kind of story, and it ends terribly, uh, and it's kind of dark. But it's my favorite of the. It's less comedic than the first Return, um, but it's my favorite of those three films. 
does um, Freddy and Frank show up like they did in part two? No, it's a whole, whole different thing. They don't, there's no repeating actors or anything. Um, because they showed up in two for a minute. Just like a cameo, yes. but yes. as yes. different. They were just different like area. extras. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It like it was like him training him at a different job about something. Oh yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> it was. I need to see the third one then. They made like of... five of them though. I think. Yeah, there was a couple like direct to sci-fi or something like that. Yes, I remember those. Those weren't very good. No, they but... Were... but that's part of the fun, you know. Like... Yeah, but there's a like. Not to get off the subject, but like, have you seen the most recent Crow sequel? It had er, it had Dennis Hopper, Tara Reid, and Edward Furlong. Oh yeah, I saw that. Dennis <laughs> Hopper yeah. broke because I don't even see him wanting to do that. Uh, dude, he's the main bad guy. And Edward Furlong's oh, a yeah, crow. Of course. But it's like not young Edward Furlong. It's like all out of shape Edward Furlong. He's like, oh, come to revenge with this. Like, yeah. He's just, it's awful. But it's you should watch it though. It's really terrible. Yeah. But I'm sorry. No, I'm you're good. I've got you. Rosemary's Baby and the horrible sequel to Rosemary's Baby called the, oh, I don't remember this, something of Rosemary's Baby. It's featuring Patty Duke of the Patty Duke show from like the 60s as Rosemary. But Here's no. Kathy who's lived most everywhere from Zanzibar to Barclay Square. Yes. <laughs> wow, you know the theme song. To, uh, I know the theme song to Patty Duke. Yeah. That's amazing because I remember watching some episodes, but it hasn't been on in so long. Like mm-hmm. they took it off Nick at Night in like '94, so I haven't seen her. But that's awesome. Shout yeah, I've out! Never seen that. I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. You've never seen it? I was gonna that's watch it, one. and uh, it was one of those like, things. Like the problem is, you got to forget Roman Polanski directed it. And uh, but it was one of the movies that kind of helped uh, convert, like take us from older style movies right. to the modern movie. Okay, right? I, like I mean, I want to watch like it. Psycho. The Birds could be like precursors to that, but like Rosemary's Baby, Chinatown, Main Streets, uh, you know, Taxi Driver. Even though I'm kind of going over the course of like seven eight years like those helped really kind of bring us to where movies are or what movies became later and you know uh, you know what it's about yeah, yeah, right. yeah okay like her being possessed i don't want to ruin it for you or anything have you seen it uh yeah it's been a while it's been a while but i remember liking it i thought it was interesting that the old people had lived in that building for so long uh and had basic, and the whole building was full of this basic coven of, uh, you can't call them Satanists, they were just devil worshippers. Uh, but it was interesting, and the way it was written was cool. Uh, you know, Roman Polanski's a piece of shit, but it's a good piece of art. Uh, I mean, we just mentioned Jerry Lee Lewis, and, uh, we all like Michael Jackson, so... I don't. I don't listen. I like. I listen to pre-pedophile Michael Jackson, like everything up to like '89 or whatever. Um, you know. But uh, anyway, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, one of my favorites. The Omen. The first two Omens. I like all three, but I've only seen the first one. Well, I like three out of the four. I haven't watched four. It's 
Damien's already gone, but one and two are my favorite. One, you've got little baby Damien, who doesn't really know who he is, but he kind of, as a toddler, figures out his powers. These pit bulls and ravens come through to kind of, it's like the devil checking on his son, you know. But uh, it, uh, he causes the deaths of a lot of people, and they all almost all look coincidental, except like this one suicide at the beginning. Uh, I love that scene. That's like one of my favorite scenes in the. Damien, it's all for you, and his nanny just hangs herself out the window. You know, in the remake, they changed that scene, and it's whack. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They like, should have left that as is. She doesn't hit the. She doesn't. You know, she comes back and hits the, and her shoe falls off. None of that shit happens. And the she doesn't. She, hang she, 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 she hangs herself, but the other stuff. Because that's what made it creepy is like her hitting the glass and her shoe falling into the onto the table or whatever. Right. Like, but they don't. It's just like, oh, I hung myself, and that was it. Like, and then afterwards, the little the Rottweiler passes by, and Damien just waves. Yeah. But in part two, he's 12, and he's in this uh, boarding school for rich kids, you know, super, you know, he's, he was adopted by the president after the end of one, and he find that's where he finds out who he is, you know, and has right. his initial freak out, and then comes to terms with it, and... Uh, of course, once he's once he's come to terms with who he is, he just wreaks havoc on everybody around him. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And then, of course, the third one, he's an adult and he's uh, just so is unlikable. Is he president or something like that? Uh, no, he's friends one? with the president and he's asked to possibly become president. Sam Neill in that? Sam Neill is he? I don't. I don't know. I thought he was on the, the lead of that. Was this dark hair guy who looked kind of like Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees? Okay, I'm not sure if it was Sam Neill or not. Uh, what Omen Three? Yeah. Because I don't remember this guy being in any other movies. Uh, it looked like him on the VHS cover years ago when I would walk around a video store, but it might not be Sam Neill or not. Let us see. Well, the final conflict. Sam Neill, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did look like him on the poster, so. I've never seen it, but I I picture him on the poster. So. It is worth the watch. It's not a bad movie. It just, to me, it's not quite as good as one or two, but I'm like, I'll, I would watch it again. I've watched it several times, so. Uh, I mean, I'll give him the trilogy, so. But um, the next. I don't know. I like Nightmare on Elm Street ones as well, especially one, three, and I'm going to throw Freddy vs. Jason in that. I like Freddy vs. Jason a lot. Two was fun, but uh, it was a little different uh, from the rest of them in terms of how he attacks everybody. He doesn't come in your dreams. He just comes out of Jesse. <laughs> yeah. because he just runs around a pool party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And teenagers that are shorter than him. It's amazing. I can it's help amazing. you, man. Help yourself, fucker. Yeah. You are all my children now. now. Yeah, he adopts them all. Yeah. Freddie cares. Yeah. And then... Like, she just says, Jesse, Jesse. And he turns his, just turns around and disappears into a fiery burning <laughs> bush. Like, 
That movie kind of sucks, but the part where he's like coming through his chest is. Oh, it's amazing! It's fucking amazing. It's like worth watching the whole movie for just that scene. I just don't like how she kisses Freddy out of him, or kisses him out of Freddy. Oh yeah, like that ending, and really the ending to one was kind of lame too, because she's like, "Yeah, nothing. All that power, all that." energy I gave you. And then he comes back at the end and it's like, what the fuck? Did they really escape? Or what the fuck happened? I, I love that ending, but it doesn't make any sense. And I think that was a studio note of the ending. Like, after when she gets pulled into the door, I think yeah. they wanted to keep it a sequel bait. And Wes Craven was like, I don't... Uh, it sucks, but whatever, we'll do it. Um, so yeah, it is a little silly. But I like that the uh, the car... Uh, yeah, I love the, that. the car has the Freddy stripes on top of the car, which I think is cool. I would definitely drive that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um... And, uh, I don't know, yeah, but they say her mom kills herself in the, or, like, in part three, they say her mom killed herself when she comes back, because that's kind of like the Halloween 4 of the Nightmare series. It continues there, and you got John Saxon from Enter the Dragon back in the mix. I love 3. I think 3 is one of the best sequels ever made. It's also comedic. Well, yeah, it's like when they start doing the one-liners and stuff. Like, welcome to prime time, bitch. And oh, also, yeah. like, he's got uh, Zsa, Zsa Gabor on there with, what, Johnny Carson or Merv Griffin or somebody. Yeah. And he's asking her what it takes to get to, uh, you know, the top, what you should do for, if you're an aspiring uh, actor. I think and, you should study. Study, and then one day you'll do work. it. And, yeah, and then maybe something. Who gives a fuck? Yes, yeah, it's, it's great. Great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah that Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Yeah. That movie has some of the best kill scenes, too. The, the puppet yes, part always. Oh, yeah. It, it just sticks out to me. When I was a kid, I was scared of everything when I was a kid. And I was at a, 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 a pajama party or something when it was. Uh, and that scene was on, and it just sticks in my brain because it's just so weird. You could feel wonderful. your arteries coming out yeah. of your body. Yeah, I've just never seen anything. I had never seen anything like that. In the heroin scene with that one girl, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. Freddie just just made her relapse and killed her. And the TV scene, of course. Oh, that's, that's the best. And uh, I don't know, John Saxon fighting Freddie in skeleton form was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got about that. that. Man, John Saxon's the OG. I mean, he fought alongside Bruce Lee and Jim Kelly in... Uh, Enter the Carey. Dragon. Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Kelly. Oh. Jim Kelly, you know, uh, uh, Black Belt Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Who went to UofL. He was from London, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, he played UofL football like freshman year and then moved to L.A. and then Okinawa and stuff to study karate. But... We lost him earlier this year. But anyway, yeah, Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street. I also liked Freddy's Nightmares, the show. Yes. My mom and I used to watch that when I was a kid. Um, I wasn't I'd stay allowed up late to watch with her. the movies, but I was allowed to watch the shows, and those shows scared the shit out of me, but I still I still loved them, though. That was my bonding time with my mom. It was one of the few things my mom and I bonded over. It was like horror movies or, you know. Uh, so Freddy's one of those things that kind of... Reminds me of good times with my mom. That and Misery by uh, Stephen King. But And uh, my last pick is Poltergeist. One, one and two particularly. 
I just watched those recently too. I couldn't make it through three, but I, um, I turned three off. One was really good. Uh, I like two because you see the entity, and it's that creepy old man who is uh, a cult leader, uh, like a a real like strict sect. Uh, and who predicted the end of the world and it didn't happen, but he kept all of his people underground roasting and they starved and dehydrated and just died. So uh, just his presence was really scary. And plus anything with a little kid is usually creepy in horror movie form. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine recently went to a cemetery uh, in LA and she was walking around and she looked down and she goes, oh, it's Heather O'Rourke's grave. I uh, was a little girl from Poltergeist. Yeah. She sent me. She sent me the picture. I was like, "That's so weird. You're standing there at the grave of Carol Ann. How how weird." Yeah. yeah, I heard some things. Like, I don't know. We don't know what really happened, but apparently, she got abused a lot, and I don't know. Like, the, I don't know. She had a rough go of it. Uh, but that's child actors in uh, Hollywood, unfortunately. But. Yeah, yeah, I always forget that she passed away, like, just because I think of her as little Carol Ann. I yeah. think she would be alive. You know, I figured she'd be 40 or 50 by now, but... Uh, anyway, one and two, you, okay, well, you've got uh, you've got Coach in there. What's oh, yeah, name? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson and their mom smoking weed, like... Oh yeah, I love the that. Just, I love the parents. The kids are running around. They like they're just blazing on the bed. They're like, "Oh fuck it, they're good." You could do that in the eighties though. Like it, what? Like their kids weren't getting into any trouble. That and is you a can't just household, ex- and I love it. I mean, my pop smoked a little weed, but I mean, he had a little more control over the situation than that family did. Yeah, like he he'd smoke a little weed once in a while, but he wouldn't just be on the bed blatantly blazing like. Oh yeah, yeah. The family running around, uh, but you all—they also had a chief from uh, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest as Taylor. No, that was the second one where they brought him. Oh, in. Oh yeah, the lady, the what's her name? Like Tom Rochefort. <laughs> the yeah, she brought him in. Yeah, she's oh, she's great. Yeah. Who is she? Oh, wait, is that the third? The third one's the one where, uh... I'd take her to an institution or something. Oh, it's the one where they keep riding the elevators. Yeah. Like, the whole first, like, 20 minutes of that is them on the elevator. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah. That's our ten movies, or ten... Yes, that's our Halloween... That's our Halloween special, pretty much. Yeah, like... Pretty much, uh, that's all of our Halloween-related stuff. Got a few. I did have a question. Are you doing any, uh, like, are you doing any shows or anything? I know, did I eat poop for a long time? Are you doing any filming? You did or? films. Uh, well, uh, I just yesterday premiered uh, the new season of a toy show I do on YouTube. It's called This is the Thing You Could Get. Uh, which is sort of like right. it's sort of like a parody of uh, YouTube toy shows. Yeah, uh, it's like a, I do like a cynical version of me uh, who talks about toys. So that yeah, I do that on YouTube, uh, and also we do a podcast about uh, Batman the animated series, 
uh, where we watch a different episode of Batman the Animated Series. Is that also on YouTube? Uh, that's on YouTube, but also on Spotify. All Spotify, those Apple, plays. Apple. Almost Apple. got him is what that's called. Okay, um, almost yeah. got him. Almost got him. Right on. So, do you like talk about like old school toys and just anything that's interesting, or do you stick with anything in particular? Or? Um, it's really I just I find a toy like in this episode of talk. It's, it, we, I do Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, um, cool! But with really, it's it's about other things. Like I I sort of um, this episode it's a Teddy Ruxpin, but it's also about depression. Um, uh, that's the stuff that's really interesting to me. It's like let's get people in to watch something about Teddy Ruxpin, but let's have it be about something else um but sometimes it's just me getting a new toy and talking about it so it's, it's really whatever i want it to be that is awesome well we will definitely be checking out and yeah i've been meaning to it. check out the batman podcast because i'm actually about to do a batman podcast on the tim cell trilogy oh cool so uh with my friend daniel so yeah uh yeah i definitely need to check that out hey you got anything else going on or are those uh, those are the two those things at the, the moment things. I've been writing something for a year more of a dramatic comedic thing but uh, not quite there yet but yeah we'll get there well let us know when uh, that happens oh, totally, totally. I did see Billy in action and Fucking okay. love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, is that available to watch anywhere? Um, I'm not available online. Uh, I think I have DVD copies of that. We also did The Day I Met Her, which was uh, the last film I did about five years ago. Uh, but yeah, they're still available. I still have them. Uh, hopefully, this year will be the uh, the 25th uh, anniversary of the public access show of Ipoop. Oh, so we, awesome. we made I may produce an, another... Um, because there's a DVD set that's out of print, so I may do a new version of that uh, next this coming summer, next year. Oh, so cool! It's possible. It's possible. They're they're hard to put together. There's a lot of episodes, a lot of extras and stuff. But uh, yeah. I think I'm going to try and do another version for the people who don't have them. So that's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having uh, having them. I, it's been a while since I've seen them. But yeah, I mean, literally since it was on the air. Yeah, uh, but, but I used to watch. Everybody used to watch that show. Yeah. Like, there are some on YouTube. Some of them are on, on a private channel <laughs> because you, you never know what's in those old shows. Um, so they're they're there if you look for them. So yeah. right on. Well, that's awesome. And uh, we got something. You got something else uh, okay. to plug, don't you? Well, I got a few things. We're gonna do show announcements, but before that, I want to talk about some uh, uh, releases that have come out on Bandcamp. Uh, a lot of. Uh, Mostly older Louisville bands, uh, but uh, there has been a re-release of the Anson and Argument album. Uh, I just don't like them, but the album cover is a pentagram. That's what Trey made, and we thank him for for it. So uh, it's available. You can listen to it as much as you want, but if you want to download it, it's six bucks. Uh, we also have we I don't have the covers for them, but we uploaded the Sicky CDs, uh, the album uh, Down with the Syndrome, and then all three demos by the Shanks are up. And I also wanted to promote some stuff that's already been up. Uh, I have a knife with Gabrielle K and Sean Garrison. Uh, this is one of the like three CDs left, so that's mine. Uh, and couple of Revenants albums, obviously The Hand of Midnight, that's been up for a while. You can get the CD on Bandcamp, and then uh, 
Black Horizons, the vinyl, and I also have the CD for that. Uh, you should definitely support. They still have copies of the vinyl left and still have plenty of CDs left. Uh, and I would also like to promote this band from Mercia, Spain called Heron. Uh, they have a four song or five song demo that you can download uh, for like five bucks or you could buy the tape and you get a free download but you're paying extra shipping so for both of those in one package it's like 19 bucks or something but uh, really good bands um the welfare's the uh, welfare's EBT EP is up as well yeah that's up and uh we're also going to have some other things. We're going to have some vagrants and some more Ancient Argument. Working on getting the Ancient Argument 2011 basement demo out. Hey, do you have any of the old Shirley's 44 oh stuff? Oh my God, I can't believe you brought that up. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it. I did, look if I would do their on old like audio tapes. Oh, that can always be. Yeah, we transferred oh, like well. a old vagrants and ant show, and Sean knows how to mix them up real good. So, well, tell you what, I'll look for them. I'll look yeah, for them. We're trying to get all yeah. the old Louisville music out that has either disappeared or oh, okay, bands cool. that awesome. never put anything out. I've got no. I've got Shirley's work for somewhere. Have like I've got the old Cobalt tapes. Oh, I had somewhere. I had the Cobalt so, and their CDs. I think I have too. So. Cool. Yeah, any old Louisville stuff. That's a call to everybody. Uh, That's a cool project, man. I, I dig that you're doing all that. I'll look it up, see if we can find some of that. We, uh, we want to save as much as there as we can out there. Because um, a lot of bands didn't, like, nobody could really afford to record back yeah. then. I know we couldn't. And so, like, we can find, like, these old tapes. And Sean made our old tapes sound fucking great. So, uh, oh, yeah. You. Yeah, no, it's so. Yeah, yeah, that is something that we are into. Yeah, uh, so word. Uh, yeah, we'll also be doing God's regret, full contact. Uh, full contact. Yeah, uh, I gotta talk to Tom Ass about spiders for eyes. See if they have anything for a name that want, needs to be put up. But uh, yeah, it's bad ass. They were. Uh, and uh, but yeah, that's in terms of uh, releases. That's that part and uh we do have some show announcements uh it's, it's there's november 18th that's a friday at headliners there will be better days bash three with indignant few creeps inc uh indignant few will be on the show next weekend creeps inc was we had brett and phil from that band a few weeks ago the god awfuls and then zerg rush zerg rush will be playing have you heard the God Awfuls? Uh, not yet. I gotta check them out. Awesome. Uh, that's supposed to be a really awesome show. Tickets are available at Better Days. They're 10 or 12? One or the other. Okay. Uh, but yeah, bring 12 just in case. And then uh, on Black Friday, November 25th, uh, day after Thanksgiving, at Air Devils Inn, it'll be uh, Voice of Addiction from Chicago. They're a really good band. Uh, Plague Nine from Louisville, uh, who kind of asked us to set this show up. So, uh, and they're the band we mentioned last week. Has a bit of that John Spencer blues explosion meets 
and every like Jesus Lizard eats, you know, and. And the third band is the most popular band that's played every show. Oh, TBA. Yeah, yeah. that's either going to be the Hoodlums or the Char. Uh, we're just waiting on a response from one, which will let us know which one of those two will be doing it. So, uh, do you have any show announcements? Does anybody have any announcements uh, of anything coming up? I know Speedball is playing the 12th, but I don't know where. But I know the 17th of December at Headliners, Speedball, Shitfire, and like... Belushi, ten, Speedball, Shitfire. Like 10 other bands are playing. It's like an all-day thing. Okay, so they got a fest going on. It sounds yeah. like a good time. So... But everybody, happy Halloween. Be safe. We'd like Jimmy. to thank Jimmy Humphrey. Thank, oh, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was a, this was fun, guys. Well, awesome. We'll, we'll have to do this again. You're a, you're a great guest, especially yeah. during this time of year. Well, I do my best. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the man has a bunch of cool Halloween tattoos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, I mean, he you're dedicated. My beastles. Yeah. You even have the cat, which is, a lot of people look over. You got the cat, you got the regular ghost, like the... The ghost that's on every Halloween, right? That one. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and he's the, got a bat with that him. one there. Here's the one people recognize. And we're going to do a, a, a little fake spider ring right here sometime. Oh, I love the spider so, ring. And then fake blood. We're going to put that somewhere, too. I know okay. we're going long and we're cutting. We're trying to cut it. But uh, I saw the Count Chocula tattoo. We had those bars yet. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're they good. have chocolate, like chocolate bars. They're awesome. And cookies. They have cookies this year that are pretty good. Oh, Frankenberry and chocolate in cookie form. Frankenberry awesome. and chocolate in cookie form. That sounds good. But, Jimmy, thank you again for coming. We'll have to You're do this welcome. again. Everybody, happy Halloween. Go to the shows. Go to band camp. And Be safe if you're trick-or-treating or if your kids are trick-or-treating. Next week, and didn't Fuse going to join us. So, yeah, so... Tune in. We'll have the mic on this time. And tune in to Spotify. I'll have this up in a couple of days. Yeah, either by tonight or tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah. So, thanks again. Thank you all. And thanks, Jimmy, again. And thank you, Sean, for just working your magic. Oh, that's what I'm here for. So, love you. Happy love Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween.